warming up. It's warming up. Come on, guys. Let's see jazz hands. Come on, fit and fire. There goes the jazz hands from fit and fire. There he goes. Trey from Aries range. Okay. Yep. You got to mute. <laughs> mute that over there. We are live. We are live. I hope you got your big girl panties on tonight. Uh, we've got fit and fire right there. There he goes. Fit and fire on YouTube. Hey, guys. He's here joining us. And of course, our friend Trey, <clears throat> excuse me, from Aries Firearms Training in Leesburg. He's back. What's up? What's up? Back in the building. DJ. DJ. We don't see DJ anywhere in the He's background. He's in my for a little bit. Yeah. We'll know when he gets in here. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys are ready for the show tonight. Please hit the thumbs ups, okay? Uh, we, we need as many thumbs ups and sharing as you could possibly give us. And let us know. How's the signal coming in? Hopefully everything's coming in good here. We don't have to hit the restart. I was just Thank trying to you make look sure. good. I'm looking at you on my other computer too. Everything okay. looks fine. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, uh, Mark, it's uh, can I can I call you? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know we had you on before, but I think it was like a, a a bigger show. We had a bunch of people on at that time. Sure. So I, fig I figured this would be cool. It's just, it's just me, you, and Trey this time. So we'll be able to uh, dig in deeper to what is fit and fire. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do you want me to just uh, jump in it? Uh, well, first, let's uh, let's shout out the people. One of the things right. we're going we're gonna to talk about, whatever folks want to talk about out there today, other than, of course, we're going to introduce you to fit and fire and we'll talk to Trey as well. Um, but, you know. There's like some bad news out there. Burt Reynolds died, unfortunately, today. I don't know if you heard that. Florida's own Burt Reynolds is no longer with us. Uh, the, last, the last stashed man. Yeah, you know, uh, really cool dude. Really cool dude in lots of ways. Uh, you know, I think, what was he, Trey, 82? 82, that's correct. Yeah, 82. So, um, you know, that's that's... That's like surprising. There's so many movies. I can't think of a Burt Reynolds movie that I don't. Oh, maybe Deliverance. <laughs> no, that's classic. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. You know, I like I like Burt Reynolds and um, I liked his movies and stuff like that. So that's tough. Um, you know, we've got that and a bunch of other news going on that we'll talk about today. Lots of things, lots of things in the news. So um, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to what's going on with the Kavanaugh hearings or confirmation hearings, however you want to put it. Um, you know, obviously the, the controversy continues with who is the insurgent within the White House. You know, that's that's still going on. I don't know if you guys if you guys have opinions on that, if you're you know, there's lots of people out there that feel like it's a fake story from uh, the Times. We'll talk about that. I know that's what Walter said yesterday. My my bet's on Pence. Really? You think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I yeah. He's I don't think Orlando these guys. Today. Huh? Pence was in Orlando today. Yeah. I don't think I don't think uh, if America if America is not ready for Trump, yeah, I don't think they're ready for Pence either. No. So you know, um, I don't think it's him either, but. We'll, we'll we'll get into that. Who knows who it is? If you guys know, let us know. We'll talk about that. We'll talk about all a whole bunch of other things going on. Um, let let me first shout out everyone here in the chat. I see E Rock, Special K, Christopher Williams, Richard Hughes, STL Storm Spotter, Boss Hog, and let's see who else we got here. Armament and Axes, Rich 
Archangel. So yep. SoCal Gunner. Um, let's see. Ridge Runner is here. And uh, let's see. Let's see. Chris Bullis. Justin E. Gorillas Poster. and Guns. Yes. Shout out to Gorillas and Guns. Cody Phillips. Uh, let's see who else we got. Flopping Garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice one. Vanessa Kitty is here as well. Sergeant Poppy. And let's see. Let's see. Uh, James Lawson. And who else we got in here? Um, I see Tango Hunter is here as well. Uh, Moobut. Moobut is in the building. Shout out to Moobut. Uh, Glock Boy OX69. He says, uh, what's up, everybody? Georgia's in the house. <laughs> Shout out to him. Uh, let's see who else is. DC2 Mega Boost. I carry my revolver in single action. Kathleen Music Lover. I shoot my AK naked. Charles Holshoff. <laughs> uh, Care Bear and the Holiday Road. <laughs> David G. Um, there's a whole bunch of people here. I'm skipping through really quick here. If I miss anyone, let me know. Rob Avis, the arms man, I see as well. Uh, Rob D., also in there but if i miss anyone let me know and, and we'll definitely give you a shout out so um you know what let's start off with fit and fire since since the last time you were on mark you really didn't get a chance to lay it all down for us <laughs> so right yeah so why don't you tell everyone out there who you are uh you know what you do uh, i think you you have a youtube channel but you probably do some other things and how they can get in touch with you etc Absolutely. So my name's Mark. I'm with Fit and Fire. Uh, I am a U.S. Army veteran of approximately 12 years. Uh, there's some on and off time where I'll, I uh, went to college and transitioned from enlisted to officer, crossed over to the dark side and did a whole bunch of cool stuff when I uh, went off to the 101st Airborne in Fort Campbell and did my last four years there. So <clears throat> I Got out of the military, came home with my family. Uh, home for me is in Kansas and um, got into the civilian life. And to be honest with you, I, I just couldn't stay away from being uh, injected into the training aspects, the firearms, the love for the Second Amendment, the love for the Bill of Rights. And one day I just kind of started watching a YouTube video uh, on uh, a gun review and thought, you know, I could do that too. He does a really good job at it, but I think I could probably do something similar and started up a channel and uh, wanted to interject my also my other passion, which is fitness. Um, so a lot of my fitness stuff is going to be on Instagram. Um, I found that uh, most of my workout videos wasn't getting much traction anyway. So uh, why not just plug it on over to Instagram and provide some workout motivation over there. Um, right now I'm into uh, kickboxing and high intensity interval training style workouts um, with boxing and MMA and stuff like that. I'm also doing jujitsu uh, once every two weeks with a personal trainer. And I'll have some videos coming out here, hopefully pretty soon on ways to defend yourself if you're not able to get to your gun or how to get to your gun while still trying to defend yourself from a takedown or you know, someone trying to punch you or something to that effect. So that's kind of what my channel's aimed to and um, what I'm trying to um, basically provide as a service to people out there. Cool. Ways, you know, the ways to find me is uh, fitandfire.com. I've got my website there. Um, 
on all of my YouTube videos, there's ways to find me on Instagram, Twitter. If you're into that, I'm really not into it. Facebook, I'm on there. Uh, all that stuff's on uh, in the descriptions of my YouTube channel. All right. Very cool. Thanks a lot, man. There's lots, lots of cool stuff in there. Uh, if you folks have any questions for Mark, let us know and we'll we'll try to get those questions, run them down. So you're in Kansas. How far are you from Fort Scott Munitions? Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. Far We've enough. heard of them before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you guys don't already know, they Whoa. have. Exactly. Oh, I've got some downstairs. Yeah. How many grand? Nice. Yeah. They also have a brand new nine millimeter 115 grain uh solid spun copper projectile that tumbles upon impact so all nice. of you in the uh chat room that are expecting me to say that there you go there's my plug for yeah the nine millimeter yes yeah. yeah they've got they've got a lot actually we have a video shooting the nine millimeter uh through a full auto um mp5 clone with safety harbor firearms that video is up right now on the regular hank strange channel you guys uh Check that out. And this That's is cool. uh, 123 grain. It's 100. I think that Trey asked that question. Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. 123 grain. It's good stuff. Yeah. Tumble on impact. T-U-I. I'm about two and a half hours from there. Uh, okay. if, yeah. Uh, I can get to Kansas City in about an hour and 45. And then uh, you basically take a right hand turn and head south about 45 minutes. So about, yeah, two and a half hours. Oh, okay, cool. Have you ever met those guys? Yeah, I've met a couple of them. Not everybody, but uh, a couple of them at uh, Inram. They're out okay. walking around and, and yeah. uh, bumped into them. I did actually a, uh, a little live feed uh, with them and Athlon Optics at uh, Inram. So, yeah. Okay, someone's asking me the price on the nine millimeter. I will have to pull that up. I don't <laughs> have that on top of my brain. The one hundred fifteen right green is twenty ninety nine. Twenty nine nine. There you go. And if you use Hank ten, the code Hank ten, you can get ten percent off. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. What can I say? There you go. That you, yeah, exactly. You know, you can save a little bit of money on there. Were you going to ask something, Trey? No, no, you're fine. I was just listening. Uh, we oh, talked okay. about uh, there was something I saw earlier today in the news. I guess uh, Tweeter had completely banned Alex Jones and Jones and uh, Infowars. One hundred percent. They're done. Oh, so Twitter confirmed that they're banning yeah. forever. Well, that's what I read on the on the news feed. So I was just kidding. That was one thing we had mentioned him yesterday in our talks. So kind yeah. of interesting to see him come across the board again. Mm, interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on there. Um, this is the reason why we have to get our own platforms, um, things like especially social media platforms like Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, all those kinds of things. We we want to do really do our own stuff. So. Um, there's so many things, so many things going on in here right now. Um, I don't know if there's any questions in here yet. Let me see. Uh, okay. So let's see. What is this thing about choking chickens that you put up there, Mark? Oh, that's the... Because, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I have a tendency to take stuff out of context. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you what choking a chicken is. <laughs> uh, ch uh, that's the uh, 101st Airborne symbol. It's an eagle, right? It's a bald eagle, but it's just uh -huh. the head. So it looks like it's a choking chicken with its tongue sticking out. So it's like, ah. so. Okay, makes sense. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. I don't know. There's so much new stuff going on. I think, Mark, you did have some things. I don't know if you want to jump into that right away. There's like, oh, man, there's 
there's a bunch of different things going on out there. You know, let's we could start anywhere at this point. Um, something I did see come across my screen right before I came on, because um, I talk, I'm into cars. I don't know, are you guys into cars as well? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, so um, are you guys into electric cars? Do you have, or will you ever own an electric car? There is a very, very good possibility that I may have to buy a Prius in probably the next the next two years because uh with uh one of the other things i neglected to say in my intro is that i'm an i am now an army wife right so my (laughs) my spouse is uh, active duty military and she (laughs) will more likely be looking to um go to a uh, resident school to get her a master's degree, which would probably be about two hours away from us. So we'll probably move there, but I'll keep my job, my day job where I'm at right now and have to commute the two hours every day. So we've already talked about that and said, a Prius Mm -hmm. is probably the smart idea, you know? Yeah. I'm not getting rid of Um, my Hemi though. I got got a Dodge or excuse me, a Ram 1500 Hemi. 5.7 5.7 yeah. liter. I'm not giving rid of that. Yeah, but you ride around town and that, and you drive far di- long distance in the Prius. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Is it really? Okay. I, I always thought it would be the other way around, um, that the that the Prius would be good around town, but on the highways and stuff like that, you'd be better off with, you know, with something else, I, anything else. I drive like, uh, I drive like an old man anyway. So, oh, okay. um, <laughs> so uh, I, I, I probably don't could say get, nothing. Hank. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could get, I'd rather uh, get T-boned in an F-150 than a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. You know, our condolences to you on having to get a Prius. Poor guy. It, it, I, I would say get a vault, get a vault, get a vault or something like nah, that. Oh, oh, you're not into Chevys. Oh, oh. Not into the newer Chevys. Now, we're talking about the gold You're a Mopar guy or something. Well, 60s, 60s, 70s, Chevy. uh, I'm a big, huge Camaro fan. I love Camaros. Love the Pontiac Firebirds. Love the Chevelles. uh, Mm -hmm. Love the Novas, you know. So, yeah, 60s, 70s. Yeah, I'm a Chevy guy. um, But uh, I would say probably, what, the 1966 Mustang would probably be the only one I'd jump after in the in the Ford products. So they just found the okay. one of two uh, Ford GT five hundred Shelby's in northern Texas. It was like oh, in wow. a junkyard. Really, in a junkyard, uh, gone in sixty seconds. Mm-hmm. Only, they only had two of those cars, but one of them was missing. They just found it about two weeks ago in northern Texas. Funny, oh, wow. it was pretty cool actually. Hmm. Okay, that's interesting. So the reason why I bring that up, the reason why I bring up that whole thing, by the way, Cody Phillips says VW TDI is the way to go on the highway. Um, I've seen people do diesel. Uh, I know I've got a friend, um, actually my friend's son, um, I think he uses a BMW diesel for his commuting or whatever. But we're, you know, if you, I don't know if you're going to go new or not, but it seems like we're getting less and less diesels in the Americas now because of the whole volkswagen thing that went down i was getting ready to say the whole volkswagen just screwed it up for everybody (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so here's the reason why i was i was uh, asking you guys about it because you know we talk sometimes here about elon musk right he's uh always in the news getting into trouble well and we also talk about joe rogan i don't know if you guys listen to or watch oh yeah oh yeah yep yeah so tonight, midnight, not right now, no one leave. As a matter of fact, make sure you hit the thumbs ups, okay? 
because we need those. But tonight, I think at midnight, probably, depending on where you are, where you are around the country, uh, Joe Rogan's going to have Elon Musk on the show. Wow. Get out of here. No way. That's really? Be, wow. Yeah, that's, that's going to be. Yeah, that's going to be the biggest. Joe, and, you know, Joe Rogan does some like when he had Alex Jones on. That was pretty huge. I got Ritz the frogs gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think that this is going to be really big because if I don't know if I'm going to be awake at midnight, but I would actually, you know, tune in and see what's going on with that, you know? So what do you guys think about that? That'd be pretty cool. Be interesting. I probably will listen to it uh, via podcast tomorrow. I've got a six hour drive to get to St. Louis tomorrow. I'll be doing some firearms training over the weekend. So, um, uh, it'd be a good, it'd be a good, nice little listen while I'm yeah. driving down I seventy. So yeah, uh, I think that's gonna be a, a that's gonna be a big one for Joe Rogan. Um, Elon Musk is gonna be interesting to see which Elon Musk shows up. You know, um, how much weed do, do, between him and Joe Rogan? How much weed do they smoke? Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> they, keep, they keep the Mexican cartels in business, I think. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. I think there'll be a lot of people watching it tonight, people watching it tomorrow, all that kind of stuff. So we'll see, um, you know, we'll see how that comes comes out and if any big news comes out of that. So I know there's people out there. Uh, someone said that uh, Tesla will be out of business in a year. Lots of different things going on. So, you know, we'll see. We'll see what's coming down with that. I'm looking around to see what other news. There was some other news stuff I wanted to get into if you guys didn't have um, anything. Well, I could jump into the, uh, the the interwebs things I was talking about. Yeah, earlier. let's talk so, about yeah, that. That's yeah, pretty interesting. interesting. All right. Yeah. So um, on my way home from work today, uh, one of the things that I do is uh, there's a couple channels that I can press play on. YouTube and not have to look at it. I can just listen to it like it's a podcast. One of the channels is called The Quartering. Uh, I really like this guy because he goes into a lot of the um, social aspect of comics and video games and stuff like that. And I kind of geek out with that type of stuff. One of the things that he brought up was the, the assistance and access bill of 2018, which is a new bill being introduced by um, – the Australian parliament or government, whatever you call it down there. And basically what it does in a nutshell is it allows the Australian government to extract data from Facebook, your email, um, Instagram. It can download what you've watched on YouTube. It can download any type of data that's collected by a certain service without your knowledge. And if a company whistleblows and tells you that the government downloaded it, that company could be fined up to ten million dollars. So, what that means? Yeah, yeah. So, what that means is first. They're doing it in Australia because they do not have a bill of rights like we do here in the United States. And two, it actually, you know, people may be like, well, it sucks for you, Australia. But what they don't realize is that uh, American governments, uh, the American government or uh, the UK government could siphon that information through Australia and extract information about you, me, some Joe in Australia in England or whatever, because they're extracting that information through sources in Australia. Right. Mm -hmm. So that is a big thing. It's getting ready to go up to vote. Um, I'd really suggest heading over to the quartering 
and um, watching their video they posted today called Your Privacy is at Risk. New Bill Gives Unprecedented Access. And he goes into more in depth on what that really means. Uh, and then uh, you can kind of petition the Australian government uh, to pass it if you feel the need to. But I think that's pretty scary for me. You know, I, I, I don't like all of my stuff to be out on the web. But for me, that's ugh, yeah, odd, very odd. Okay. What do you think about that? What do you think about that, Trey? I just think it's just another way for them to bypass our constitutional rights and capability to protect ourselves. I really don't think that they have uh, a right to my personal information, be it YouTube or Instagram or whatever the case may be. If I make it private, like if I'm carrying a conversation with Hank Strange on Facebook, that's between me and Hank. That has nothing to do with the federal government. Yeah. If it goes down in the DMs, it needs to stay in the DMs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but so you're you, posting in general for everybody to see. Sorry that you made that decision. Yeah. So one of the things that I'm curious to understand, and I don't have enough knowledge when it comes to um, to the interwebs uh, or how it all works. But how how would a VPN help protect you or not help you at all? Would would, it, would a VPN help you at all at that point? I, you know what, I don't, I'm not even going to pretend <laughs> to know enough about that. I think the thing that, first of all, there's a lot of stuff we're giving up that's not in going on in the DMs, right? So let's just take that part of it first. And I know every, like we talk about this every now and then here, but there's a lot of stuff going on just of what we're posting on social media. I know on my part, I use social media because I do this and you have to figure out how to distribute what you're doing yourself. So that's what I use it for. And um, and and if I didn't do this, I probably wouldn't be doing it. But I think the first thing is, is that we're doing we're we're tattling on ourselves at a high rate on social media in the first place. But then there is the part of that where we try to have private conversations with people and all these things go on. And I think that. Our government's probably been getting around it for a while. I mean, if you look at this stuff that we're talking about here, if you look at things about the Assistant and Access Bill of 2018 in Australia, they're trying to catch up with the UK. And as you said, you know, they don't have a Bill of Rights in Australia. Lots of other places around the world don't have a Bill of Rights. People don't have the right to privacy. And uh, I think our government's already been doing that. Right. And this would just be another way that they can go around whatever laws exist and, and tap into things. So who say says that uh, VPN basically encrypts the data, but it won't protect oh, public websites. Yeah. Um, public websites. Yeah. Social media stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I think there's already a lot of this going on, right? Some of it's voluntary. And um, even though we do have laws and all that kind of stuff, the, uh, people are already getting around the laws. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And I've been doing it for a long time. I mean, isn't isn't uh, isn't child porn illegal in most countries? Right. And yeah, it's still absolutely. it's still out there. You know, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, it's just absolutely disgusting. And I, I can't think I, I, I'm not the I'm not the type of person that wants to restrict anything. But there's a there's a there's a threshold. Right. And mm -hmm. that far crosses that threshold. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's there's tons of things that. Uh, uh, it goes about in our life, our daily life that is not supposed to happen, but it still does. So, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of spying on us going on. Some of it we have, like we just goat. like huh? goats being herded or transported. What do you mean? 
Remember we talked about goats and guns earlier? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. So, things like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what the connection is there, Trey. You, you Remember the, uh, they were selling goats for guns? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. Yes. Yeah, we are going to talk about that. We haven't talked about that on air yet. So, we, yeah, we are going to get into that. I think that there's lots of things that are going on in, in, the, in our country, lots of information that's being given up. People don't really realize everything that's going on out there. And as I said, some of it we do voluntarily, right? Um, but then there's other things that when there's laws that prevent the government from doing this thing or that thing, or from like the CIA spying on us, but if they really want to, they can just do a workaround and go to England, or now they can go to Australia and go to other places and do a workaround and get all up in our business. Um, it doesn't seem like it's dangerous on, you know, until you look at it really in the bigger picture of a lot of things that are going on. Just like how we were talking yesterday about what's happening in the White House, you know, where that, you know, you've got, I think for a long time with Trump from the beginning, what I was saying is that every single thing that they do is getting put out there. Right. And they've been they've been trying to bring these guys down. Now, do I think like the New York Times has to tell us who that person is or whether or not it's real? I don't know. I don't really think so. I think just them bringing it out and and breaking that news and getting all the attention, all the other news media outlets are going to try to figure out who that is or whether it's real or not. But there's so much there's so much information here that's being given up and some of it is being given up voluntarily. And then the little things that we think we hold on to. The government has workarounds for all of that, man. Every single thing that we think that we set up, there's a workaround for it. You know, yeah. and that's the, that's the dangerous thing. So um, we may not care what happens, I think, in Australia. You know, Australia obviously has no freedom, can't have guns, can't do this thing, can't do that thing. But if it's a, if there's ways there for people to go in and find out stuff about us and use it against us, not I, I think not even just government agencies, but, you know, all the stuff that you see about Facebook, right? That uh, Facebook was manipulating or or let's say the Russians try to use Facebook to manipulate the elections and all that kind of stuff. And then they say, oh, shutting it down. Why can't those companies that are trying to profile everyone and figure out what they're going to do and push them gently in one direction or another, they could just go, they could just go to, you know, like do an end run around it and go to Australia and, and get that info and do it. So, you know, very yeah. interesting. I think that's, uh, I don't know if that gets, if that's getting too nerdy for people. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Just an interesting thing to think about. I mean, look at, you know, like Snowden. I mean, he basically said the exact same thing. And what's mm-hmm. it been about six years, 10 years? And he, he, when he came out, it's been a while. And he said the same stuff, how they were monitoring and, and using that. I mean, as a prime example, Trump, I mean, they monitored him. They had a dossier on him. They were following him, reading his emails, doing all those things. They knew all about him, what he was saying. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff. Look, the thing that the, the thing right before the election with Billy Bush, what you have to think about is NBC had that and sat on that for how many years? You know, and then just strategically brought that up. That's the kind of stuff that we're all dealing with. And none of and that's why people have so little trust in everything that's going on, which is probably the way to go about it. I think everyone should just be super paranoid. Because anything that you say, you might as well figure out that someone is listening to it. Yep. 
you know, putting it out there in the world. If you're, if one of these things is around uh, a long time ago, they, they, um, you know, they made it the law where you can't shut off your GPS and you can't do all these things in phones. You know? Yeah. So, for a reason. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We're already living in, uh, in the, in that big, big brother world, but people could just strategically use things against us whenever they feel like it. So. And, and I don't uh, want to be, uh, say I was going to say, I'm not, I don't want to be so doom and gloom or anything, but I mean, we are quickly approaching 1984, you know, and, ah. and, and everything that's going on, all the different rest, uh, restrictions that uh, certain individuals are trying to set up uh, uh, the, the, the idea that, well, I mean, if you just look at this, uh, this outrage culture, that we are slowly becoming this, this insensitive, Oh, you hurt my feelings. You need to apologize. And Oh, by the way, you need to lose your TV show if you're an actor because uh, you hurt my feelings and you said something that was not very nice. You know, we are quickly approaching uh, a, you know, a point where it's going to teeter one way or the other. And there will end up either being a massive revolt of some sort, and I'm not saying armed revolt, but there will be some type of uh, revolution uh, or it will just people will just sign away their rights to thunderous applause, as they said in mm-hmm. Star Wars. Yeah, I think it has to break one way or the other. At some point, this has to break. So like either we're all going to be able to live out, you know, live out loud. And whatever we say and whatever we do, you might not like someone individually for that, but we all as a whole can't come down and destroy someone because they're being honest, right? Because we're getting to thought police stuff here, right? We're getting to predicting like, oh, this guy is going to be a bad guy because he does this or he does that or he's thinking this way or that way or he just looked up this thing. So now let's go lock him up. So either it's going to break and we're going to go, okay. You can't hold that against people when they do, you know, for them to do those things or it, yes, well, you know, you could have uh, just all out war or whatever, but I think human beings thinking about the way the human beings deal with things, I don't think that's going to happen. I think we're either going to have people just go along with it and go, okay, the government knows everything about me. And when they come and knock on the door and go, you haven't done anything yet. And they're like, yeah, we're going to lock you up because, you know, you shoot too much, <laughs> you know, or you have too many guns, <laughs> you know, you look at too many gun YouTube channels. <laughs> like so, we're either just going to accept that or, you know, we're going to go the other way and just leave people alone and let them be who they are. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I'm surprised that I haven't been like fired from my day job yet because it is the company that I work for is extremely liberal. Uh, and, <laughs> and any, any, at any point in time, someone could walk by my workstation and see like a arms list ad up or today I was scrolling through the sales and clearance, uh, webpage for aero precision. And I tell you, they, they make it so hard for me to save any money. Um, but <laughs> they come out to the range all the time. They're super cool guys. Oh, I know it, man. I, I love those. I love that company. But, uh, yeah, at any point in time, someone could walk by my workstation and see a, <laughs> see an ad for a gun. So <laughs> I think it happens to people. I think it happens to people. Maybe what's happening is that, um, there's so much of that kind of stuff going on now 
that it's impossible to catch up with. But at the point where it all becomes an algorithm out there somewhere, you know, it'll be a lot easier to catch up to those things and for you to get red flagged and, you know, for that algorithm. Because right right now, if you don't, if if you just look at YouTube, for example, on how it can, how it predicts the kind of commercials that you want to see, you know, or Facebook or what it's showing you, or when you search for something on Google and all those kinds of things, like there's already an algorithm out there that knows who we are, like really, really close. So um, it just, it just needs to come down to they start turning those things against people. And that's what's scary when you have the CEOs of these companies becoming activists and going, yeah, we're going to do something about this and we're going to put money into this. And we're going to say, this guy can't be on Twitter anymore. And this guy can't be on YouTube anymore. But then they become elitist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's thought police. It's they're saying, if you guys think this way, you can't do this. And either I got to go with our I'm going to say what I want. Sorry, that's just how yeah. I've always been. Yeah. I mean, I'm courteous and respectful of different people. But if I have a belief or an opinion, I'm going to say it. They're going to come get me. They're just going to have to come get me. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think that way, too. That's why I pretty much work for myself. Right. Um, and so that's a little bit of a protection for us because we work for ourselves. But lots of people out there have to work with someone. I think more and more, though, people are going to have to work for themselves. But I think. Uh oh. Uh oh. There we go. <laughs> Little yeah, man. That voice. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, DJ? Hi. What's going on? Good. Where you been? Good. Oh, okay. All right. Cool. Good to see you. Good to see you. Be good. Yeah. Very cool. There goes DJ. He's in the building right no now. No grenades tonight. No grenades. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think we need to just get to that point where everyone can be who they are and, and you know, you just can't be judged for being who you are unless you you actually decide to hurt someone or take away someone else's freedoms or property. Right? right. I know that's like, you know, that's some kind of utopian dream no, or whatever no, that people would know, actually leave. My neighbor away. doesn't agree with me. That's fine. We don't, we don't agree. We live next door to each other. And mm-hmm. if I'm not bothering him, he shouldn't bother me. Why can't we be like that as far as like a society? Mm-hmm. Hey, if you want to be ultra liberal, be ultra liberal. I'm fine with that. We want to be ultra conservative, be ultra conservative. I don't care. Don't try to impede on somebody else's freedoms because you don't agree with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And at, what, at what point does disagreeing mean that you dislike someone? You know, I mean, shoot, I, 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 I disagree with my wife uh, probably once a day. All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> what and, is that? <laughs> well, because, you know, yeah, we probably see each other about three hours a day, but, <laughs> but oh, oh, okay. I see. Uh, so with our work schedules, it's pretty chaotic, but um, mm-hmm. for the most part, I mean, I, I've been married to her for 10 years. And the thing, the thing that I like about our relationship is the fact that we challenge each other, right? We don't agree eye to eye on everything that's going on. And, and she challenges me on a lot of my topics when it comes to certain freedoms that we have, you know, mm-hmm. uh, through the bill of rights. Uh, so, you know, it, it's all about, uh, learning to understand that we can disagree and still come to a middle ground to a point where we do agree on, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I totally agree with that. If Lola's looking at me, talking to me 
or awake, I am basically wrong. <laughs> no way. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> you don't know how it is. I mean, you know, we don't have to be in the same space to disagree. Well, well I think yeah. I think what's happened now is no one can just disagree. They have to fight. They have to argue. They have to set you straight. They have to they have to be whatever they need to be. Hey, you know what? I don't agree with you, and we can be friends. There isn't, but that's not how it is anymore. Oh, you're this, so I can't be friends with you. Why not? That's mm-hmm. just the way it is. Well, okay, yeah. so we don't agree. Big deal. Who cares? I mean, that's what you're starting to see now. And then you see clusters of people you have commonality with coming together, but they don't have anybody outside that or that that group because no one. Everybody wants to argue. Uh, it is kind of weird sometimes. I mean, I have many many friends on different spectrums, different areas. Some anti-gun, some gun. I mean, everybody. I, I don't care. I'll talk to anybody as long as you're respectful. You yeah. get nasty with me, I'm going to tell you, you can't talk to me that way. You know, and I value everybody's opinion. I don't agree with it, but I can value it. There's a difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And one of the other things, too, is not only do we feel that uh, our, you know, not only do we get into this collective mentality, but when we get into a discussion, we feel that we have to be right, that we cannot be proven wrong. And if we if we get proven wrong for one reason or another, then there's all this what about isms. Right. And, and we can't we've come to a point, a lot of people, not everybody, we've come to a point where if we're proven wrong, then we're less than a than a human or we're lesser of a person because we were wrong about something, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah. Confirmation and, bias. Exactly. There's been one instance in my entire life that I've actually been able to change someone's mind about slavery and on Facebook, if you can believe it or not. And um, it wasn't that uh, it had nothing to do with the, the idea that slavery wasn't bad. Of course, slavery was bad. But this one individual felt that it was always the white man that had done this. You know, it was always the Eastern <laughs> Europeans and, and, and or yeah. the Western Europeans. It was always, you know, the colonists and Europeans always doing this. I was like, well, what about the, what about the African Kings that sold people? What into- about Egyptians? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Those are the first two things I said. And they're like, ah, oh, no, 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 no. I was like, here, here's that an article. That doesn't count. Read, read this yeah. article, you know? So yeah. slavery is a horrible, terrible thing. Should not exist. We should not try to subjugate other human beings. However, it's always existed and more than likely as long as we exist as human beings, even if we wipe ourselves out and some other race comes along and is dominant on the planet, there's going to be slavery, unfortunately, because this is just a thing that people try to do to each other. It didn't start with uh, the enslavement of the African. Yeah, exactly. So, So. you know, it goes way beyond that. Like you said, you know, um, every every single race on this planet has been enslaved or is currently enslaved i think every race is probably currently enslaved right now in in one way or another we can just put it that way so yeah you know i um i think that i i think it is a it is a tough thing that we it's just one of these natural things like if you buy a car right let's just take it away from guns or politics or anything else if you buy a car that has to be the greatest car on the face of the planet, because if it isn't, then you're an idiot because you wasted your money on this thing. Right. Exactly. You know, I think that's just the, I think that's just we cannot get rid of that as human beings. 
You know, if we have something, this must be the best. If that guy has something that I don't have, that must be the most horrible thing in the world (laughs) over there. So I think it's just one of these things that we're doing, you know, and there's nothing wrong with it. There's nothing wrong with people doing that. I think when we selectively have people um, deciding that they want to destroy other people, and that's what we see happening right now. That's the thing about the whole thing with Billy Bush that I think that we just skipped over realizing that. If you go back to what happened there with Billy Bush and and Donald Trump, that footage that they pulled out, how old was that thing? Was it 10, 15 years old? It was at least eight, I think. Okay, so eight years old. Let's give it eight years. They had this stuff. They never put it out there. Then they decided to put it out there to to stop someone from becoming president. And what they did was they killed Billy Bush's career. He got divorced, got separated from his children, lost his biz, you know, what he was doing to make a living. All of that was worth it to try to stop someone from becoming president. And then that whole thing just kept getting worse and worse all the way down to Matt Lauer. Also, yep. you know, from NBC, he also got kicked out of there, you know, and, and it's just going on and on and on. And I think that that's the weird, crazy thing about us as human beings of something that happened eight years ago and they never put it up there. And they, they never put it up for public Uh, consumption until they decided to use it against someone. And that's what's dangerous about people gathering information, because you could do something or say something now. And then later on, someone can come back and say, but you said this in your in your direct message to this person. Exactly. You know, how far back do we have to go uh, in a person's life to, you know, cherry pick something that they said a long time ago? I mean, I have like one joke that I say, and it is it is extremely extremely offensive right it's like the one joke it's not even really bad it's just the one joke that i have and it's not very it's not very nice to a certain group of people Uh but Mm -hmm. you know but it's not it's not like it's 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 not i i wouldn't consider it racist but if i ever Mm -hmm. said it right now shoot i would lose everything you know Mm -hmm. And it's the only joke that I know. And yeah, so of course everyone's going to want to know what that joke is. I suggest you don't say it. <laughs> yeah, don't say it. You better come up with yeah. a different one. Why did <laughs> yeah. chicken cross the road, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. No. So. <laughs> I think the crazy thing, like even in the case of Billy Bush, for example, it's what he didn't say. That's why he everything got destroyed for him because of what he didn't say. Because he didn't say, shame on you, Donald Trump. Exactly. How dare you say that, forsooth. Yeah, but what, what are we seeing now? All the stuff they threw at Donald Trump, all the things they said, everything, and he's still president. Yeah, I think you're seeing a turn of the tide. I think you're seeing people. I heard the term "you're woke" and "woke" or all that. No, I, I mean that's a good term too. But I think that people are coming to the realization that uh, they're being manipulated. <laughs> they don't mm-hmm. take a genius to figure that out. I mean, what have they thrown at him? Everything they've thrown the kitchen sink at this dude. And he's still doing really well. I mean, it's just. I think the people want. Uh, I think the people want anarchy right now. <laughs> Not like just full blown out anarchy. I think the people right now are against what they consider to be establishment. And one thing that we can agree on is that regardless of whether you like Donald Trump or you hate him, he's not the establishment. He never held any public office. Nope. Until he became president, and he he's doesn't. An anomaly. Confer- 
Yeah, he doesn't conform to the Republican Party just as much as he doesn't conform to the Democratic Party. He was a Democrat. He is a Republican. You know, it's 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 anarchy of what's going on in the whole situation. And I think that that most people out there are kind of happy with that right now versus what you had with Obama and Bush before that. Yeah, I agree. I think um, he's an anomaly. He's something different. I think uh, the general public's happy with him. I mean, we see his ratings going up, even though every news channel, all they do is slamming Donald Trump. What he turned left instead of right when he was meeting the queen, stupid stuff. Like no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> oh, he walked in front of her. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he walked in front of her. Yeah. You oh, know, really? did that happen? Cause he, I don't even care he, about, he, the that, but that she was, stopped and he was walking and he stepped in mm-hmm. front of her. Yeah. And you know what, if I was the president, eccentric. If I was the president, I would say, you know what, I'm I think as the president of the United States, I have the authority to do that because, you know what, we kind of kicked their butt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We don't believe in kings and queens, so I wouldn't even be I wouldn't even be interested in those people. I'll be honest with you. But I mean, every time he turns around, they're bitching. I mean, I don't know. Bangers and mash is pretty good. I, I can't pass up a good bangers and mash. Okay, I, yeah, I wasn't complaining about the food. British food is not known yeah, for being right, cheap. Yeah. Also, you know, uh, <laughs> good old haggis. Yeah, um, but the thing is, is that I like I don't I don't believe in royalty. I don't know why we should respect any kind of royalty. So, yeah, yeah I you know, I think it's archaic myself, but uh, it's a yeah. thing. It's a thing. They, they they need a figure, a public figure. Of course they do. That's what the left does. They mm-hmm. they worship these politicians. They're politicians. They're human beings just like us. Yep. Whether they're doing good or bad, it's irrelevant. They're just I mean, this guy's a savior. He's going to save us. No, no, they're not. They're politicians. Yep. They're going to save themselves. So mm-hmm. going back to when you were talking about the media and how they've thrown everything at Donald Trump, isn't it very interesting? And I saw this uh, just a few days ago, but the comparison when it comes to Senator John McCain, when he passed away, how the media just pined over him and how he was, you know, just this wonderful human being. But you go back to 2008 when he was running for president. And he was a piece of P.O.S. Yeah. The world was going to end. There's so many things they said about McCain. He would never live through four years. He's too old. Two terms. Yeah, he wouldn't survive. They said that. Okay. You know, um, they said that if he, that he, his family owned slaves or whatever. So if he became, I remember Whoopi Goldberg saying that if he became president, we're going back to slavery. You know, I mean, we can go you can go on and on with all the things that that they said at that time. But somewhere along the line, you know, maybe when he just didn't become president, somewhere along the line, he snapped and he was like, you know what? I'm just going to give in to you guys. You know, um, there was something that went wrong there. So see now, I mean, that dude was in Hanoi Hilton. He's been through a lot. Maybe he maybe maybe he started having problems when he got older. We just weren't aware of it possible but i think he was a good he was a good thing for the media to use to continue the assault on trump obviously right because yeah. because we know no matter what they try to put up there to say how awesome mccain was in the end mccain was still holding on to bitterness because he didn't he didn't want trump at his funeral you know so it's like I mean, it doesn't bother me. The whole thing about the the, the flag at half mast or this thing or that thing. I don't give a crap. Why should you be nice about someone that in that when they were dying, they were still taking taking pot shots at you? Yep. 
Yeah, when I'm leaving this oh, world, yeah. I'm not thinking about any of this. I'm just trying to think, man, I hope my family is going to be okay yeah. when I'm out of here. <laughs> That's the most important thing. I'm not thinking about anyone who hated me. None of that None of that stuff. It doesn't matter. You yeah. know, you would think you would let go of it. So, yeah. hey, hey, Walt. Oh, do we have Walter somewhere in there? Yeah, he jumped in. Yeah. Um, Walter says, R.I.P. Burt Reynolds, you some bitch. Some bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talked about Burt Reynolds, man. Um, do you guys like want to talk real quick? What is your favorite Burt Reynolds movie? Come on, dude. Smokey and the Bandit. Smokey and the Bandit. Okay, that's Classic. a good one. I did like Deliverance too, though, but I really like Smokey and the Bandit. I grew uh, up with that. So it yeah. yeah, yeah. See, that's perspective with Deliverance. You know, for me, Deliverance was always like a, a scary thing until I actually lived in the South. If we if we consider <laughs> Florida the South, I don't know. We had that argument before about Florida, whether or not. <laughs> yeah, I, I would know. say Smokey and the Bandit was the first movie that I ever saw him in, and I can remember to this day, uh, going to, uh, I believe it was JC Penney's back in the day when they still sold toys. I bought my very first transformer, uh, which, um, dang, the firebird. uh, anyway, the transformer, I brought it home smoking the bandit. It was playing on TV and I was playing with my transformer and watching smoking the bandit. So oh, yeah, very cool. Yeah. 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 I think we all saw, yeah, I don't think I, I never saw Smoking and the Bandit in the movie theaters. I saw it on TV over and over again. Uh, anything, anything with him and Dom DeLuise was good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so they, um, Dom DeLuise, uh, you know, he was also in the um, Cannonball Run. Well, he's in some, yeah, of, Cannonball some, run. Of, some of the yeah. Cannonball Run movies. Mad, and, Mad World too, wasn't he? Uh, yes. Was Dom DeLuise in there? Okay, but was Burt yeah. Reynolds in that? I'm trying to remember. I don't remember if he was in it, but I know Don yeah. DeLuise was. Yeah. I loved his car stuff. I also liked him on Archer. You know, <laughs> Burt Reynolds was great on Archer. Um, that was just real classic stuff or whatever from Archer. So, yeah, you know, Burt Reynolds was a cool guy. When my uh, my son goes to FSU and his first year, he stayed in the Burt Reynolds Hall. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. that, cool. yeah, I guess Burt Reynolds got in some trouble with with uh, the government, the IRS. What, what you know, what else can I say? But he gave a bunch of money to FSU to uh, to help with the school build up dorms and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, and I think he went to FSU. Right, Trey? Jupiter. Yeah. Yes, he did. Jupiter was big on Burt. What is Jupiter? I mean, the planet Ju- Jupiter. I'm going to look Jupiter, Florida, Jupiter, Florida, oh, Jupiter, duh. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Burt Reynolds Sorry, is I'm the king of about it. Florida, I can't get the planet. I'm thinking about the planet when they say no. Yeah. Okay. Come on. You're gonna get kicked out of Florida for not knowing about you. <laughs> I go down there and dive too. That's the sad part. <laughs> yeah. Um. There's Burt. I think there's Burt Reynolds Park. Is it in Jupiter or Palm Beach? I don't know. One of I'm those. Sorry. Yeah. I'm central. But Burt Reynolds. He's a Florida guy. He's Florida. He's Florida I'm Roscoe Pico train kind of guy. <laughs> he <laughs> oh, lived okay. right down the road from where I live, like five minutes. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. Uh, everyone's saying outside Jupiter. Town of uh, Jupiter. Yes. Town of Jupiter. <laughs> so there you go. Jupiter Farms. That's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> You're not going to be able to live that one down. <laughs> I, know, I know. I know. Okay. And then Trey brought this up earlier, so I'm going to bring this up right now. I'm going to put this back in the chat because I don't, I don't know if you saw this in the chat, Mark. Hank, but I'm, 
Hank is smuggling goats into Florida. Yeah, right. Okay. (laughs) Something about goats. So here we go. I'm going to read this article, but I just put it up there in the chat. So this is on the firearms blog, guys. It's not me. (laughs) The firearms blog is talking about it. And the headline is Jamaica's gangsters trading goats for guns. And there's a, uh, and there's a picture here that looks like, is this a Subaru? <laughs> I don't know. what the, This is like the back of, it might be a Subaru. Van, or a minivan or something. Yeah, <laughs> some kind of hatchback. And there's like, let me see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's like 10, 10 or 15 goats <laughs> in, this, in the back of this thing. It says, over the years, many things have been traded for guns. 23 Gold, goats. Yes. Go uh, guns, gold, jewels, furs, and of course drugs. Well, now goats can be added to the list as criminals in Jamaica are trading stolen goats for guns. Stolen goats. That's eighteen that's, people have been shot stealing goats. Wow. Yeah, you'll get um, you'll you'll get into big trouble. I'm going to get back to that here in one second. Clarendon Parish in Jamaica have been rocked by a spate of goat rustling. The problem has become <laughs> so bad that local police have had to uh, post. Larceny goat hotspots, safe goat zones <laughs> to warn residents and farmers to be on the lookout for would be goat thieves. While it's pretty easy to laugh at the idea of goats being stolen to trade for guns, the problem is serious with the Jamaican goat gangsters swapping the goat meat for guns, <laughs> motorcycles, and other illegal items in neighboring Haiti. Drugs for gun deals used in the uh, used to be the norm, but it seems goats have now replaced ganja. Wow. Um, And you know what's one of the things? So this is probably true in the Caribbean, um, but it's definitely true in Africa. My dad was telling me about this. You know, a man is considered like his wealth is considered by how many goats he has. Do you guys know this? Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yep. I've heard that, yeah. yes, but I don't know about it. Yeah. Yeah. And this is important. I'm in the this Bahamas a lot, and ain't nobody over there with goats. <laughs> um, yeah, it's an important thing. It's, it is important in Africa. I know that. Um, uh, it's important in some places in the Caribbean, like to be, cause my dad tells me that. Cause when he realized I had goats, he's like, you know, a man is considered wealthy if he has goats. I'm like, okay, really? You could have 23 in the back of your van. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm like, dad, my, my guns are worth way more than those goats. <laughs> <laughs> and I can take all them goats with my guns. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I, you know, it is a big thing. Yeah. It is a big thing. You know, and the funny thing about it is, you, you know, I brought up the article as, uh, as you were talking about it. I would have never, never guessed Jamaica as the country that they were talking about. I would have, oh, yeah. I thought it. Well, I, my first inclination, because this is just my experience, would have been <laughs> somewhere in the Middle East. You know, oh. and, and, and I can totally I, I totally jive with what what they're saying, because goats as odd as it sounds, as funny as it sounds, they are, they are coveted in different parts of the world because they're, they're, they're a, uh, they're kind of like a cow. They're a smaller version of a cow, right? They, mm-hmm. they provide milk, they provide meat. Uh, they're, they're a currency, you know? So why yeah. not? Why not? Yeah, they're you know? good eating. Oh yeah. I love it. It's a good eating. <laughs> Do you eat, you eat goat meat, Mark? Uh, not regularly, but yes, uh, I have, I have known to eat some goat. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Okay. What about you, Trey? You got to weigh in here. What are you, you goat? goat or yeah, anti-goat? <laughs> I have never eaten it, but I would, I, I'll eat about anything. 
Oh, I mean, okay. I made some pretty raunchy stuff, so I guess a goat wouldn't be too bad. Uh, okay. I don't I, don't list for us <laughs> what raunchy stuff you mean. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a very interesting choice of words, Trey. <laughs> I've eaten some pretty raunchy stuff. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I think you're, I think you're right, Mark. Goats are good for you can like uh, goat milk is good. You know, you can do lots of stuff with that, with the goat stuff. The goats can, like, I have goats so they can eat my grass down. Yeah. But Trey mm-hmm. says they destroy the grass totally, which is probably true. Well, they're low, the goat's, goat's milk is lower in lactose. So that's why a lot of people like uh, goat's milk, you know, so, mm-hmm. yep, feta cheese. That's what feta cheese is. Oh, so good. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Say goats are not good for the grass, right, Trey? Yeah, they'll eat it all the way down to the root and pull up the root. So that grass won't grow back. Yeah. Which is, you know, I mean, it depends on where you come down on grass, whether you're pro grass or anti-grass. <laughs> and what kind of grass you're talking Mark is like, wait, what, what kind of grass are you guys talking about? Uh, I'm ta- I, I only know about fescue and crabgrass. That's what I oh, know. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> We're St. Augustine and Zoysia. <laughs> yeah. So I think that goats, yeah, they're smaller. I think goats probably uh, are easier to transport around the world. So that's more than likely why they've been become such a thing. And it's funny to me because um, I ran into I ran into a guy at the barbershop because I, I get my hair cut on Wednesday. So yesterday I actually ran into this guy at the barbershop who was Jamaican. And um, I think he saw my car outside of the barbershop and he came in there. He's like, uh, who owns that car? We started talking and then he was trying to trade me goats. <laughs> For the car, yeah, and I was like, No, dude, I can get like 40,000 goats. <laughs> I, I, don't know. I was like, Man, I already have goats, so you're not, you're not telling me anything. <laughs> so, so yeah. for, for some of us that may not know or have the ability to buy goats or own goats, because I can't, my where I live, I can't own a goat. How much, how much did you pay for your goats? Um, it depends. Goats. So the best goats, if you're going to buy a goat, you want to get them at least like about a year old because when they're younger, um, they're cheaper, but they're also more difficult to keep alive here in America. Mm. I think in other places around the world, uh, goats are also hardier animals around the world. But I know here in Florida, a couple of years ago, we had some. What was that, Trey? Was that like a parasite or something that killed because they just killed a whole bunch of goats in Florida. I thought it was bacteria, but it might, might have been a parasite. I remember that because we had yeah. we had the same problem with frogs in our area. There was a bacteria that went through and killed all the frogs. Like mm-hmm. I literally almost wiped all the frogs out in our whole area. And it yeah. took almost a decade just to get the frogs back. It was crazy. Yeah. So there was a thing with like, so if you get younger goats are cheaper, like the babies, but they're harder to keep alive. You got to do more stuff, keep <laughs> an eye on them, all that kind of thing. So, um, you know, it depends where, like, it depends really where you get the goats from, but you can get like maybe a year old goat for like a hundred bucks or something. Okay. Maybe 150. <laughs> like that, depending on who you're getting it from. And then there's all kinds of goats. You got your fainting goats. <laughs> you know, I love the it. lady that works down the, lives down the road from where I work. She has a pet goat. She's always walking it. Yeah. Yeah. It's friendly. Got- comes over yeah. i pet it 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 rides on her tractor with her when she's going out in the yard doing work and i mean it's like a dog it's kind of cool actually yeah goats are interesting it's interesting there's so many there's like midget goats fainting goats which i've seen i've made them faint i went somewhere here in florida and this guy had a he should have never told me he had fainting goats because you know what i'm talking about mark the fainting goats oh yeah yeah 
Yeah. So if you literally, if you scare these goats, they, they freeze up like this and then fall mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Yeah. They're hilarious. <laughs> so this guy told me, oh, those are, those are those fainting goats. So I just spent my whole time <laughs> scaring the crap out of them because I had to see them like, uh, fall over. <laughs> um, goats can, get, <laughs> yeah, goats can get pretty big too. There's some goats that get big, like a donkey or something like that. So, um, there's lots of different kinds. And uh, Kathleen Music Lover says attack goats. So, um, you know, I think that uh, <laughs> I am not surprised. I'm not surprised by this. And as someone from the Caribbean myself, I totally believe the value, the value of the goats, just based on how my parents were impressed by the fact that I actually, because they thought I've just totally left the Caribbean behind, you know, and um I'm totally Americanized, but then when I had the goats, I got back some respect. <laughs> so, there you I go. Flew. Yeah, and I guess it was a big deal. It was you know, it is a big deal. So, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in Jamaica now, man. Goats are going to be like contraband or something over there. Yeah. So that's interesting. I'm just I'm just amazed by the stories that the firearm blog comes up with. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> they, yeah, I've been watching there. They're going to town on those goats. Yeah, who, let me see who wrote this one. Does this say who wrote this story? I'm trying to. Uh, okay, Matthew Moss wrote that story. <laughs> that was a good one. The, the CMP orders for 1911s. That's open. I don't know who's into the 1911. Oh, did it finally oh, open yeah, up? I, oh. I know Walt. Walt said last night he was sending his in. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think Walter probably. I don't know if he's still in the chat. He'll tell us. I think. Yeah, he has. Sent, he's been popping up on and off. Yeah, I think he sent his in already. So if you're in the CMP program, you can do that, and and then you'll find out what your chances are there. I'm trying to see what else. If there's any other good stuff in. Uh, the firearms blog. It has uh, there's an article there about photograph your inventory of firearms in case of theft. Do, do any of yep. you guys buy into that? Um, well, th- theft or um, fire, you know, or any any type of situations where you may need to replace your firearms through an insurance policy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's it's probably a good it's probably a good thing. I think there's an app out there for it. I'm trying to. Do I have that app? There was an app that helps you um, track all that. That's interesting. Yeah. If someone out there knows the app, I think there was, I don't know if I have that on my phone or not. There's an app that can help you. Like you can take pictures of all your guns and keep it on your phone. But you know, I think not everyone in this audience is going to be for that because once again, Uh, yeah, I'd be in there for like a week taking pictures. That's not going to (laughs) work. Well, Also that's, I mean, if this is information that people could access, so like registering. Yeah, I usually write mine down on a ledger, all the serial numbers and types, and then I keep it keep it uh, yeah. put, put away in case something gets stolen or fire or whatever. I still know the model and the make and the, I the serial number of the gun. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Uh, let's see. What it's else do we camera? have? Oh, no, that's somebody being sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, it's called Use Your Camera App. There was a specific <laughs> app that someone made. I saw it a long time ago for tracking um, for tracking your firearms that you could take pictures of them and then write down info about it and keep it on your phone. There's there's several gun apps, uh, firearms friendly apps out there. Yeah, uh, let's, I, I would ahead. be. I'm running a- I would be in that app like every day, and it would take yeah. me probably a few few. 
a month or so to get through everything, uh, just the catalog, but I need to do, I actually need to do it. I haven't done it, but I need to do it. I, I've been good about cataloging them when they come in on a piece of paper. I, I don't know about taking pictures. I'm afraid to lose the picture, to be honest with you, or something yeah. happened to it. Um, yeah, because if you lose your phone, then that's gone. I don't, well, you know, you get the cloud and all that stuff. But then again, now that I have access to your farms, um, I mean, normal model of gun cases, like, oh, my friend's like, look at this gun case. It carries five pistols. When I go teach a class, I take 200 pistols. What am I, how am I going to use that? You know, stuff like that. So does it fit the normal profile? Mm-hmm. Not sure if on a regular camera. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm trying to look for that app. I don't know if it was called Gun Safe or something like that. But well, like, that, that guy, uh, Kiasi or whatever, I can't pronounce the name right. Take it on oh. a regular phone or a regular camera and then keep the SD card somewhere. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think I have that app on my phone anymore, but I think it was called Gun Safe or something along those lines let me see if i could search is that what you're shooting mike the uh cz 75 who who's that mark mike somebody asked him about uh his favorite gun oh yeah that's cz uh cz 75 tactical is the Uh, i got the phantom i really like it i do too i I just don't the, the phantom has the polymer frame right uh yes but i have the 75 compact which yeah. is the same, that same gun without the rail and smaller. Yeah. I really I like my CZs. They're becoming new, my new favorite guns. They're solid. Oh, yeah. I, I really, that's my very first hammer fired pistol. So, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Oh, I yeah, love it. Love it. Okay. So, here's one. I, this is not the one that was there before, but there's one called GunDB or Gun Database. Hmm. I guess there's several apps. There's several apps out there that do the same. A similar thing where you can use it, you know, if you're into that. Um, but there's lots of ways to do it, you know. Or keep whatever records you have in a fireproof safe. <laughs> so there you go. All right. What was that question about? CZs. We're on the subject of CZs, I see. Oh. Yeah, somebody asked what his favorite gun was, and we just started talking about CZs. He was showing off his CZ. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that is, that's like, that's my newest hotness. But uh, my favorite all-time gun of ever is a Mauser broom handle. That's like the my favorite gun that I don't own. And then the number five, the red five. No, the red nine. Oh yeah, the red nine. Excuse oh, me. Oh yeah, absolutely that. And we had then, one come to the store um, with the holster, mm, but the guy knew what it was worth. He's like, ah, I'll take like three thousand. I'm like, yeah, sorry, yeah, not gonna yeah, happen. Yeah. So there's that. I mean, as a carry gun, every single day I'm a Glock guy. You know, a Glock 19 with all. You know, it's it's Gucci Glock, and then um, <laughs> and I have a I have an affinity for 1911. So when you said this oh, okay. stuff, I got really excited and. Uh, Let's see, Kathleen, what is it? Kathleen Music uh, is asking about the, uh, you know, who, who makes them, you know, which models are they? And it's going to be any government model. So your Colts, your Remington. Okay, uh, that's pretty cool. Your, uh, any, 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 any company that was contracted by the government to make them through World War One, World War Two, Korea, Vietnam, uh, into the 80s, uh, you'll be able to get one of those. Uh, and they are, I think they're doing like 8,000 a year, maybe, for the CMP. I oh, think okay. so. that's pretty cool. Yeah. So what's your favorite 1911? So my favorite is the one that my dad built for me. It's a Springfield Armory um, build. And uh, I'm not a Springfield Armory 
person, you know? Oh, really? Yeah, I don't like Springfield Armory. And I'm, yeah, when I say Springfield I Armory, I mean the new Springfield Armory. Okay. Now, back Is it in the politics day, and stuff like that, or you just don't exactly, like Exactly. Yeah. I, I didn't like what they did in Illinois uh, with them what? and Rock River Arms. So, mm-hmm. oh, what did they do? I, I'm not aware of that. Well, this happened last year, I believe, or the yeah. year before. Uh, where they basically wrote a loophole in for themselves and Rock River Arms, uh, and it was a bill that required uh, more stringent restrictions on FFL owners and stuff like that, but they were able to write themselves out of the bill. So it screwed regular people. The smaller guy. So if you were a smaller um, gun store owner or like someone who did, uh, you know, you had like a home-based business, etc. It was going to become way more difficult and expensive for you to be able to do that. And instead of trying to kill those bills, they were making deals or their representatives. Yeah, they, that's pretty. They had a lobbying group there. Yeah, I yeah. like Springfield, but I didn't know that. That is pretty crappy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah so- you should have been watching the podcast, right? We were talking about it back then. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's, traffic. that's my favorite. And then uh, I've been able to get in with uh, Rock, um, Rock Island Armory. Uh, they sent me a uh, 1911 A1 Tac-2 in 9mm. Nice. And mm-hmm. it's, it's, a, it's a pretty cool shooter. So I like that. I've one been too. shooting the Remington R1 Enhanced. I really like it. For the price, I think it's probably one of the best 19, newer 1911s on the market. I, I will probably get a lot of crap for this, but uh, last, last week, uh, uh, again. the the weekend before last, I bought I bought a Kimber. Uh, I bought the Kimber. Oh, on you. Kimber, Kimber Micro 9 for uh, for the wife. That's the gun oh, no, that I she bought, wanted. The Micro 9 is not too bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, how many rounds? How many rounds to break it in? Um, the micro nine. What do they suggest? I haven't actually read it. I just go. Yeah. I go on the shoot it until it starts working. Right. <laughs> I, I, yeah. We've we shot over a hundred rounds uh, over the weekend that I bought it, and I uh, had zero issues, no jams, no misfeeds, no failure to. No failure to feed, fire, extract, eject, none of that stuff. That's because so. they, they're not hand – I don't think they handmade that one. And I think that it's not in such high demand that like the 1911s that they can actually put it out at a reasonable pace. Hmm. Mine – I've never had a problem with that one. Uh, that I don't like their 1911s. I never have. I think yeah. they're overpriced to be honest So let me, let me show you my favorite 1911. Uh-oh. Ooh. Right here, just because I want to annoy everyone. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of people in the chat talking about how horrible Glocks are. There's my favorite 1911 right there for you. That's a nice 1911. <laughs> 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 By the way, okay, so we, we should get into Gorn. Lola just gave me a thing saying that we should get into Gorn. So since you like 1911s, Mark, um, here, this is a picture. This is a Gorn picture here for you to see. So this is uh, Andrew's Custom Leather is making um, exotic leather grips for 1911s. Oh, that's pretty. Cool. And that's that's huh. Stingray right there. So if you um, if is you that the I don't same know, company that you did your wallet. Yes, they do nice. holsters. Uh, he does wallets and all that kind of stuff. So um, here's another one. There's another example here on this. Oh, that's uh, pretty cool. And that's one hundred percent leather. Yeah. So what it is, it's uh, it's a wooden grip with leather wrapped around ah, it, exotic okay. leathers wrapped around it. Um, I was actually out there last weekend. I got one done like that with rattlesnake. 
Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, we did a video with uh, Sam Andrews where he shows how he makes those. And you might think it's easy, but it's actually more complicated than you think. So um, that's a cool thing, I think. And it's he's only able to do that with 1911s, by the way. Does do they have Gator? That's pretty cool. Yes, they've got Gator. Yeah. All right. Crikey. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he actually has one with the, uh, I guess, right around the Gator neck is soft and tough at the same time. Hmm. And uh, he's got one with those. I don't know if I have a picture of that or not. I'd have to look That's pretty cool. to see it. But yeah, um, so he's got a bunch of uh, different, you probably won't be able to see all of the different ones that he has, but just in the background of this picture, you oh, can see there's cool. a bunch of different. What's the name of that company again? Andrew's Custom Leather. So, Andrew's Custom Leather. Is that yeah, what they are on Instagram? Yeah, on Instagram, if you search Andrew's Custom Leather, you'll see it. And they've got a bunch of pictures of what they have available there. You guys can look it up and follow them as well. And um, I'll probably, I'm going to try to get some of those from him and do a giveaway with that. So um, I'll get something like that. Oh, working yeah, here. Got, the, the Instagram definitely does him justice, man. Those are some pretty sweet, sweet grips. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. You know, it's comfortable. They're tough. Oh, look at there. You know, you're not going to see that, that every day. Oh yeah, that's pretty sexy. That's pretty yeah. sexy. I've got one of those. I've got one of those rigs for the Glock. He also makes a firepower rig like that. So what it has is, you can have your Glock on one side, right, and 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 two extra magazines, and then you can have a shorty shotgun like the one that Walter makes. Oh, that's pretty. Off cool. the other side of your rig, yeah, and and extra shells, something to hold extra shells and all that. So man, he makes some pretty nice stuff. Yeah. Very cool guy. If you guys, uh, you know, if you if you get anything from him, just tell him that uh, ask him for the Hank Strange discount. <laughs> well, yeah, I like tell I me, like the Gator holster. Tell, yeah. tell me again the uh, where to find Andrew's, Andrew's custom, custom leather. leather. Okay. Yeah. Just like that on Instagram. Yeah. So I figured you'd like that since you're a 1911 guy. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's see if uh, about getting some for my brother and my dad for Christmas. Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. Yeah. He's also, he has a Squarespace account, so he has a lot of the stuff that's already made. He custom makes things, so that takes a little bit, a little while longer. Um, but he has some stuff that's already made that they're selling on Squarespace. And I believe if you search uh, Andrew's Custom Leather on Squarespace, you'll come up with them as well. So there you go. That's pretty cool. Let's see. So let's get into some Gorn. Um, yesterday, Trey, you got, you, you know, I know that Walter kind of like... You know, you and Walter were going at it for a while, and then Walter pulled out the big gun. So, what you got tonight, <laughs> man? Yeah, no, I don't have anything big tonight, but I can go get some stuff. Well, yeah, let's, absolutely. I'll let start. start off, Mike. Go ahead, grab something. He's yeah. probably got it. He's Mike's probably got to pee out underneath his desk too. Um, yeah. I got uh, uh, <laughs> one of the next big things that I'm working on right now is uh, the Smith and Wesson Pro Series, uh, the MP9 nice. Pro Series Core uh, with the uh, Vortex Venom and then a TLR1 on the bottom. Uh, this is, uh, going to put it through a three gun match to see what it's like, see how much better the, the trigger is because it has the pro series trigger, which is, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the M and P triggers. And this just <laughs> makes it, makes it all nice. Better. Yeah. Uh, that's the only one. Okay. And that, that's, and then, or uh, that's a uh, factory or that's a factory 
comes from the factory like that? Yeah, mm -hmm, it does. And then uh, I don't have it in the room right now, but uh, right after I get done with this, I gotta, I'm got i going to work on a video uh, and try to get it filmed and edited tonight to post tomorrow on my newest uh, PCC, which is the Palmetto State Armory AR9. Uh, so that that's something I'm super excited about. Oh, cool. Palmetto State Armory AR9. Is it a pistol? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just got shooting that, Hank? Bam! Yep, there you go. Something like there. that. <laughs> yep, it's almost there. exactly like that. Yeah. Only I have the yeah. PW stock on it. Oh, cool. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. Very cool. I think we're supposed to be giving that away. I don't know when. At some point here, Lola will tell me it's time to give it away. So, by the way, Larry sent me this picture since we're talking about 1911s. Mm -hmm. Larry sent me a picture right there. Uh, is that a Kimber? Yep, Kimber. So there you go. Hopefully it's all well broken in from Larry. Um, and then all of a sudden I'm getting like a ton of, uh, I'm getting a ton of photos of stuff. Or was that it? Trey went off to, uh Oh, DJ. What's up? Bye. Hey, what's going on? Good. I'm good. 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 Keeping the seat warm for your dad. Uh, it works. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Um, Jacob sent me this, another Kimber. So now everyone's going to send me all their Kimbers. Kimber. <laughs> <laughs> showing yeah. some love, showing some love for you, Mark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, everybody's like, well, why did you do that? Why didn't you just get a SIG, uh, P nine thirty eight? And you know, yeah, that's an option. But, uh, the, the wife fell in love with the, the, the micro nine. And if anyone out there knows, uh, a happy, Happy life, happy wife equals happy life. So, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, if that's what she wants. I'm not going to dissuade her. Uh, yeah, she's going to get what she wants. So, absolutely, that makes sense, man. I mean, you know, you can't like what's going to fit your hands not going to fit anyone else's hands, much less your wife, right? Yeah, so and it's whatever. The, the 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 P three sixty five fits her hand very well, but the trigger is too far forward, which is why the micro nine worked out so well because of that nineteen eleven style trigger. I don't know. I like my my three sixty five. Oh I do too. I, I, I love it. She, but her hands I've got Doug Flutie hands and it's and it hers hands smaller. So that's oh, okay. pretty nice. Yeah. Oh that's very nice. By the way, Lola wants to know how school was DJ. It was school? good. What did you learn good? today? Uh, I learned letters. You don't. You learn letters. Okay, very cool. And numbers. Cool. And numbers. Okay, awesome. What's the name of your dog over there? This is Annette, and the other one's Olk. Oh, they're okay. both German shepherds. They're actually oh. German shepherds. Oh, nice, nice. Okay. Nice. Yeah. So, what was that gun you were showing us there, Trey? This is the R1 Enhanced. We're talking about that earlier. Everything you can have, right, basically do to it, adjustable trigger, threaded barrel, all that. But my friend, he made these grips. I don't know if you can see them very well. Oh, a lot okay. of light it's, in there. it's got a, it's a punisher. Yeah. Nice. But in the, in the sunlight, it actually has, it actually glitters. It's actually pretty cool. He oh, made those okay. for me and gave them to me. Yeah, I always thought they were pretty cool. But yeah. now looking at those alligator grips, and that guy's make some pretty good stuff. Andrew's custom leather. I'm definitely going to be uh, hitting him up. Yeah, absolutely. Tell him you know me. Tell him you know me, and he'll uh, he'll charge me double. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good guy. Sam's a really good guy. So, um, okay, people are sending me more pictures of 1911s. Uh, Richard Hughes says Trump wrote that memo himself. <laughs> 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 
That would be funny. <laughs> yeah, I saw uh, someone in the chat room mentioned a long time ago when we were talking about the the article that the, the resistance article from New York Times. Wouldn't it be funny if the New York Times just totally made that whole article up? <laughs> I said that yesterday. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. If they made it up, they're done. Because oh, yeah. it's not like it'll if never come prove, out. If you can prove they made it up. Uh, exactly. Well, I think that's a big gamble. So I'm not trying to defend them. It is possible. Anything's possible. It's possible that they made it up. But if they did, and in today's world, everything could be found out, then that would be the end of them. But so far as credibility and all that kind of stuff, I actually believe there's got there's probably someone out there like that. Could it be Trump like sleep writing a letter? <laughs> I don't know. Anything's possible. So check this out. Uh, so Richard Hughes sent us his 1911. There he goes. Oh, very nice. That's his hey, 1911. That's a pretty good looking guy in the background. Yeah, I don't know who that handsome <laughs> gentleman is. He obviously works out. That dude, that dude works out. <laughs> Everyone's. <laughs> and there goes there goes one with Trey in the background. <laughs> Yeah, I guess uh, I, I'm not in the background of that, but that's okay. It doesn't hurt my feelings much. <laughs> no, that's cool. All right, so let's see. What other Garn do we have here? Well, let's see. What else can I find? Oh, I got this one. This is, um, this is probably one of the best guns for training ever. If you don't own one, you're wrong. And uh, I, I just I'm guessing up. high point right now. No. <laughs> Blue gun. Come on, guys. Oh, oh. Come on. No, I, I'll see. I'll see your hey, blue you gun. Know. I'll see your blue gun with an orange gun. Right okay, right touche. Yeah, there you how go. about an orange gun? How about boom? <laughs> <laughs> right here. No, these are good for these are good for lots of different things. Like this one, actually, you can pull the trigger on it, so that's good for trigger oh, control. Nice. Yeah, yeah, and um, this, you can put a laser. This is a laser light one. You can put a laser in it. So while you're watching, I do a thing like if I'm watching a movie or a TV show. I'll like uh, play a game. I'm only going to shoot the bad guys or something like that, you know. So, and then anytime like a bad guy comes out, you know, you can do some practice you ever with seen it. Those training barrels, Hank. The training barrels. They make a solid plastic barrel that goes like you got a Glock 19. It mm -hmm. goes in the Glock 19. So you take the original barrel out. You put a training. It's an orange blue barrel or an orange barrel that goes in. It's all plastic solid. Mm -hmm. So you can still remove the mag, same trigger, same manipulation. Just it's a solid plastic barrel. Oh, cool! No, like I haven't seen that. Bucks, man, they're nothing. Yeah, you should check oh. them out. They're really cool. Who makes those? Who makes those? Do you know? Honestly, I don't remember the name of the company. I just remember playing around with the barrels. Let, give me one second. Let me see if I can find. Oh, them. okay. Well, you're working on Go that, ahead, Mark. Here's, yeah. This is the other one I got right here. This is my next to the door gun, right? And let me tell you. This right here has been the best invention oh from SB Tactical they've ever put out. <laughs> this SBA3. Oh, the A3. Okay, oh, look at you. Look gosh. at you with an A3, uh, man. Oh, man. I tell you, it's nice. And Manicore Arms with their uh, transformer rail is pretty cool. Uh, show us a close-up of that rail. Show us a close-up of that rail, yeah. There so go. there you go right there. So this yeah. piece right here, you can actually interchange with a M block or key mod. And if I flip it around, I think I can get it right there. As you can see, uh, I've replaced it right there. So you can attach anything here on the opposite side or underneath. They have three sections uh, on different lengths of okay, that's your handguard. Cool. Yeah, that you can switch yeah. out if you don't. So whatever you have, that's, you know, Manticore Arms makes lots of cool stuff. Um, but that's one of the cooler things that I think. Brownell sells them. 
Yes. Blade Tech oh, makes Brownells. It. Okay. Blade Tech. Yep. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to. Uh, uh, now, I've seen other companies. I think there might be two or three different companies that do them. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but you basically, it's your gun with a plastic barrel in it. That's all it is. Mags work, everything. You just can't load it because it's a solid plastic barrel. I think oh, they're like 20, 20, 30 bucks. They're cheap. Hmm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into those. By the way, who is this? Boss Hog sent me pictures of some guns on the table there. So there you go. Nice. His collection since we're throwing up the Gorn. And uh, if you want to know my number so you can send me stuff, it's all over social media. It's I don't know if it's in the link of this video, in the description of this video or, or not. But if you go to like my Instagram and follow me in different places and we give it out from time to time. So. Go ahead, Mark. Hit us up. What what else you got there? Oh, it's just uh, about the only other thing as I want to say is I picked up, and this is this is not new, but the six hour Romeo five. Okay. Uh, I just picked this up and did a video on it just not too long ago. What do you think? I like mine. Oh, I love it. I'm, I'm going to. I like Holosun. I've been. I run both, but I really like the Holosun too. Well, you know, and I do too. I like Holosun. Uh, I haven't gotten to play with those too much, but this one, uh, like from. Paul Metal State Armory, you can pick it up for like $119.99 right now mm-hmm. and is ridiculously cheap. Um, so uh, that's why I picked one up. I love it. I'm going to probably pick up one or two more uh, over the next months um, and uh, start sitting on them. Mike. Yeah. So what – uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Trey. I like mine too. It, shoot, it did really well. I put it through a little bit of beating. My Holosun has been through a lot of beating. And uh, both of them are about the same price. I really like the Holosun. Um, but the SIG one's pretty good too. You can't go wrong with either one, whichever one you choose. Yep. Yeah. What I was going to say, um, Mark, what are the features on that? Is that the Romeo? Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's the Romeo five. So it's a 2032 battery. It has 10, uh, power settings, eight day, two night vision. Um, it, it's, you know, uh, 50 it, shuts, it shuts itself off, right? Yes, it has the okay. MoTAC technology, so it has auto on, auto off. It gives you 50,000 hours worth of battery life. And then a 2MOA dot. It's really crisp. Uh, okay. Even with my stigmatism, um, it's still a very, very crisp dot. So, Oh, yeah. cool. All right. There you go. Very nice. Um, by the way, you you uh, and I guess that Trey went off to get some movies. <laughs> Trey went off to get some things. Um, I know that there have been some people asking me to do some real, real cheap optics uh, videos because there's a bunch of cheap optics out there now. Like I've, there's literally optics out there that are in the 20 dollar category and all that. I don't know if you guys want to see that, but maybe we'll do it if you guys want to see it. Um, just know that, you know, um, we'll, we'll put it to the test. Yeah, we'll find out. So 704 tactical does a lot of that stuff. He, uh, he and dirt road, uh, dirt road gun show, the mm-hmm. both of those, they, they've been doing that type of stuff. Uh, so to kind of get your spin on it, that would be pretty cool too. So, yeah, yeah. Now, and we, you know, I might do it. I might do it just to see, right. Yeah, I mean, you're out what 20 bucks maybe. Yeah. So. If you're, if you're into things like I'm into cars and guns and whatever you're into, you know, you're not going to be bothered by like, you'll still do the cheap one just to find out. So, oh, absolutely. Yes, yes, sir. What's up? Oh, Suki. What is training that? Shotgun. Oh, training shotgun. Look yeah. at that. Yeah. Say goodnight to Hank. It's time for bed. Good night. Good night. Say goodnight to Mike. Good night, Mike. Mark, yeah, it's Mark. Mark, it's Mark, but good night. I'm sorry, Mark. <laughs> North Mike, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that kid, that kid's going to be uh, something. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. Of, at least I know him now. So when he blows up and he's like 20 million, 50, 60 million, whatever it is on YouTube, then hopefully he'll share some of my videos or something. Oh, man, he loves you. He watches yeah. you to go to bed. Like he'll watch this and fall asleep. He loves yeah, it. I'm, I'm always amazed when there's little kids that, that that seriously like like my stuff. I've met a couple of little kids and it's like, you know, they actually recognize me. That's amazing to me. You know, Last night before bed, uh-huh. he was in the bathroom and he was making himself a mohawk. Before <laughs> oh, <bed>. no. He oh, <laughs> no. isn't nice. as sexy as yours, yeah. Hank. Yeah, listen, he, he can get it up there. You guys will have to spend some money on the haircuts, though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bye. All right. Did you have another gun over there, Mark? Uh, no, no. Uh, the my my EDC stuff is put away for the night. So okay. Yeah. All right. So it looks like Trey. What did you get, Trey? I brought my Rattler out. Oh, Rattler, the Rattler. Yeah. Why did you bring that out yesterday? When when when? Uh, no, no. I brought it out uh, during our first podcast. Oh, you did. Okay, cool. Yeah. Very nice. Very I, nice. I like it. I run it. I actually carry this in the. Um, commuter backpack yeah okay go ahead what was that mark i was going to say that that firearm right there has caused quite a bit of drama between uh sig and uh tim from the military arms channel oh yeah because yes. mac, mac, mac put he up a video i haven't seen it yet what did he say in his video i haven't seen it yet he didn't say anything bad about a rattler now he beamed uh through the 365 but i, I haven't had a problem with my 365 no, and I'm he, above 700 rounds. One of the but, things that he mentioned about the Rattler was that it was uh, designed for suppressed shooting. Yeah. yeah, and they, I guess someone who, quote unquote, worked for SIG uh, got all bent out of shape about that and started blasting no, no. them. It wasn't SIG, though, and they re- they reported him. It was oh, some okay. other company. It, it was some other person. He found out. Yeah, that whole thing was really weird. And he thought it was SIG fanboys, but it wound up being somebody else completely different. From I, a company? I, from a firearms company? Yeah, but I can't remember what it was. And they basically apologized to him about it right there on Instagram because they were wrong. They were in the wrong. Mm-hmm. I follow him. He's he's very spot on. He knows what he's talking about. I, I definitely value his opinion. Yeah. And, um, and the thing the thing about Mac is that, you know, he doesn't really have that bias when it comes. If there's something for, like SIG, for example, because he's had a thing going back and forward with SIG. If there's something from that, if make better things, basically, is what <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to say. Make better yeah. things and then people will love everything you do. Yeah. But, but you know, everything, if you're not going to make everything as great as you could possibly make it, then don't get mad when people talk about it. Yeah. And, and I think one of the things that uh, he mentioned in his why do I continue to buy P365 video is the fact that he doesn't he doesn't allow companies to send him firearms normally. Yeah, he'll he go buys out and, them like I do. Yeah, he'll mm-hmm. buy them so he doesn't get the polished version. He'll get what everybody else is getting and then test that. So I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. So that's and, what I do. Uh, I did that with Coltac. I placed a big order because I wanted to run through his gear and kind of do a little rundown on it. And he sent me an email later on. Hey, did you order a bunch of stuff from me? Yeah. Because I'd have taken care of you. I said, no, I want to have a buy. I don't want to have a bias review on it. I want to go through it. And Coltag makes probably some of the finest suppressor covers on the market. This stuff's amazing. Amazing. All handmade and made in America. He started out in the second bedroom in his house and now he's just blown up. Guy's incredible. And he's a good guy. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So here we go. Um, I guess Chris sent me this. There you go. There's his. Uh, is that 1911? Yeah, that's 1911. Yeah. That's a. Yeah, it's got a, a Springfield National match. Yeah, it's got the scope on there. Yeah, that's pretty. And all sick. that kind of good mm-hmm. stuff. So there you go. Yeah. Um, you know, there's lots of ways. I think w- when we were talking about testing and the videos and all that kind of stuff, there's lots of different ways to go about things. I think in the end, it's just like how we were talking about confirmation bias before. I think in the end, it comes down to the person. It's great if you're if you're in the position to be able to buy those things, which thankfully Mac is in that position hmm. and there's other guys out there. That's great. Um, I think ultimately what it comes down to, though, is you, you know, if you know that regardless of how you're getting it, you're going to, you know, you're going to do your best to put out your actual opinion of what's going on there. Then that's what counts. You know, sometimes there's lots of companies that um, that get mad at people, me included, (laughs) (laughs) over things that we put out there or things that we say. So, uh, okay, Walter's telling me something's auto ordinance. Maybe that was an auto ordinance. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Hold on. Let me uh, let me go back and check that. Let me see. Okay, para audit uh, ordinance. There you go. Yeah, I'll go get the national. He says old school. He says old school para ordinance on that one. I can't. Let me see. I can't uh, blow up the picture. So, yeah. Uh, where did where did he go? <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Okay. You went to get some more guns. Yep. Yeah. So I just yeah. texted you. I think I did. I just texted you the uh, the Micro 9 that I got. <clears throat> oh, cool. Okay. Did you just send that to me? I did. So I can show it right here. That's that's yeah. it right there. If you can see that. Oh, looking good. Well, let me lock it. Let me lock it on you. Okay. Yep. Two-tone with the rosewood grip on it. So, yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. Very cool. And that's for the wife, right? That is for the wife. That's her, that's her EDC. And, uh, she's, she's happy with it. So she was, and she was, she was fairly accurate. I mean, uh, not fairly accurate. She was very accurate with it. Um, more so than I was expecting. So, yeah. You know what I would like from Kimber actually is a gun that it's, it's on my list, the Kimber revolver. I know that's going to be even like why, but that thing looks good. Have you seen the Kimber revolver? I'll have to look it up. Let me is look that, it up. It's a, is that no, yeah, those camera. I've handled it at shot, but I didn't shoot it. It's actually oh. pretty damn nice. Yeah. Oh, I shot that thing at shot show. Oh, did you? Um, yeah, nice. I haven't. I haven't gotten my hands on one in any form to actually test it yet. I've not actually ever even seen one in a store. But at shot show, I find it feels good. It shoots good, in my opinion. So, what's that year? What's that That's you got there? That's a trophy match or a national match. All That's right, hold cool. it up for a sec. Let's take a look at that. So, what's the story on this gun? Uh, I got it from my friend and. Uh, it's like a high-end trophy match, like a competition-grade Springfield Armory. I know uh, Mark didn't really care for him. Sorry. But uh, <laughs> I got it from a friend. He was older, and he couldn't shoot the, 19, the 45s anymore, so he was going to do a 9. And I purchased from him. as a good friend of mine. But, uh, you know, I mean, they're not impossible to get, but I thought it was pretty cool. And I, you don't see them floating around that often. We'll put it that way. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Did you get a, Did you get a chance to look at the Kimber revolver? I did. It's, it's pretty nice. It's a, yeah. it's a hammerless revolver. Is that is that? Am I it's a, right? it's a, it's a really. I, I like the fit and finish and the build of it and all that yeah. kind of stuff. I'm not a super revolver um, kind of guy, but that's the kind of thing. There's certain guns that I would have. Like it's not necessarily what I would carry. I'm not saying I wouldn't carry it, but. You know, okay. Now Walter. I carried my 340. Um, Ida Smith and Weston 357 Magnum that I really like to carry. Yeah, I carried that one quite a bit. Yeah. By the way, Walter. Walter is sending me guns now. So Walter, I guess <laughs> you and Walter are still going at it, even though Walter. <laughs> Walter's throwing I'll up his 1911. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You heard my feelings, Walter. You heard my yeah. feelings. <laughs> Mark, yesterday, uh, Walter spanked Trey. He spanked. No, no, him. only yesterday. Only yesterday. I got, okay. I got it last time. <laughs> yeah, they, they, were, they were trying to go at it. Over I will guns. admit it was pretty cool. Oh, what's this yeah. down here by my feet? Oh, it's this, yeah. this, this Piat. Oh, I got this Piat just sitting right here. Yeah, <laughs> it was awesome. Walter was just pulling out machine guns like heavy oh, artillery. Goodness. Oh wow, heavy artillery. I think the I think the most exotic gun that I own right now is probably uh, a Taurus G2C. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. exotic. Okay. <laughs> I, 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 that's all I got on that. Yeah. Uh, the, no, seriously, I, uh, the, I think the most exotic gun, I am, I'm very basic when it comes to my firearms. It's, mm-hmm. it's going to be a Glock, a Smith & Wesson M&P, uh, an AR. I've got one AK, but the most exotic one I think uh, is a Remington semi-auto shotgun uh the remington 1100 and it's it's like 70 years old wow yeah and it's in 16 gauge yeah so we're talking exotic look boom i'll show off something exotic right now Um, yeah that's a question that is the bond arms bullpup nine that thing is sexy i want that yeah that thing is sexy yeah i was showing this off yesterday Yeah, very nice grips. It looks a lot like what your your uh, wife has on her Kimber, by the way, Mark. Yeah, yeah, it does. Yeah, the rosewood. Um, yeah. How does um, it feel when you shoot? Um, it it's not. It doesn't feel weird or anything with the recoil and all that going back okay. in the hand at all. Um, we've carry, got a video. Carry, I want to do I another carry one. Carry my revolver in single action. Mm-hmm. My fish tank is very low maintenance. It's fresh water, and it makes yeah. it easy for me to take care of it because I work a lot. I'm always on the road, so. Yeah. Um, if you have any questions, you can always ask me on here. Sorry, somebody's asking me a question. No, that's cool. So here's what I was going to ask you guys while we still got the time mm-hmm. here, and uh, maybe we'll we can bounce back and forward with you guys. Uh, but or and I'm also I'll ask everyone in the chat as well. Five your list of five dream guns that you don't have that you would like to have. What would be your top five dream guns? Go for it, Mark. Uh, yeah. You don't have to. You don't have to list them all now. Is it? Is it like any gun? No. Yeah, any it's gun. No, no restrictions. No restrictions. Yeah, no restrictions. You can have anything. We live in a free world, and you are a baller. Okay, so yeah. you got all the goats you could ever want. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you all throw right. goats around like it's no joke. You when you go to the strip club, you, you just, just make yeah. green goats. You just let them run down the street. You have so many goats. <laughs> Okay, so uh, for a historical handgun, it would have to be, like I've already mentioned, uh, the Red 9 Mauser broom handle, right? Okay. So that's that's always been my favorite. Uh, I'm a big Sherlock Holmes fan, so when they when the second movie came out and they had those, I was freaked out, all right? So that's there's that. Uh, the, uh, the 
uh, rifle, I would say uh, probably a um, M1903A4, which is the sniper version, right? Yeah. Uh, that would be pretty cool. And, and people are like, oh, okay, yeah, it's kind of boring. Uh, no, it's not. No, no, it's not. Mm-mm. So um, the Avery Chamber uh, does rifles for World War II. They're really nice. Oh, with, yeah. With the original scope. Oh yeah, yeah, with the everything original on it, right? No, that's cool. That's a good idea. So if I had to do a full auto, any type of full auto thing, um, like submachine gun would be a um, uh, a MP9 uh, with the PDW style stock, and machine gun would be MG42. I mean. Who, who wouldn't want 1,200 rounds per second? Come down to Florida, I'll let you shoot mine. <laughs> or, or, uh, 1,200 rounds per minute, which, uh, interesting fact, I have shot one while I was in Afghanistan. Nice. Uh, oh, cool. Okay, the, Trey's, Trey has one. All right, go ahead. Yeah, I uh, have oh, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, Interesting enough, the Estonians uh, use that as a crew served weapon. Uh, it's a it's their variant. I think they call it the G three. Uh, but yeah, uh, they, yeah, the Canadians still field them also. Yeah, G fours. So um, and then um, what else is there? Um, Come on, you gotta you gotta throw something super blingy in there, Mark. Come on now, uh, <laughs> something gaudy, something like totally. <laughs> so then, then 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 I would have to I would have to I would have to go with the gold plated. Desert Eagle in 50 oh, AE. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My, with a 10-inch barrel. With a 10-inch barrel. From, uh, <laughs> straight up from uh, Resident Evil. My shit's custom, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say gold-plated AK, which I must have at some point, you know, or really take it there and, like, do the platinum, the platinum. I've had one in my oh, hands. And it, when I was in uh, Iraq, I had one handed over to us uh, when we were doing a trap. Uh, traffic and patrol point and i had it in my hand and i was like huh, yeah that's a thing never would do anything with it you know that's that's the thing one thing about me is i shoot my guns every single gun that i have ever owned i've always thank shot. you so uh, yeah. with one exception to date i have a colt le 6920 that has yet to be shot but, why uh, would you not shoot a 6920 i mean come on <laughs> I just I just haven't yet. That's the thing. It's still okay. packaged up in the box. It probably will get shot. And let me tell you, that trigger, that's nice. That, those things, they're really nice. It's better than a mil-spec trigger. I don't know what it is. Okay. All right. So, Trey, what's yours, man? And I know you got nice guns, so, you know, this has to be uh, stuff that you Singer don't 45. have. I've always wanted the Singer 45. So, Singer uh, Sewing Company, actually, for a little bit during the war, Port House of 45s are extremely rare to find. Okay. Uh, Luger 45, the actual one they used for testing to get the before, trying to get the contract for the U.S. government. I've actually seen that one. Yeah, in the ordinance they made four, them. and they only have two accounted for. Mm. Uh, rifle. Okay. I have to say, I'd like a Davy Crockett's flintlock. I always thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, machine nice. gun. Come on, man, that's a no-brainer. A minigun. I mean, I like a you know just straight up sexy minigun but not a modern one i always wanted the uh, 4570 crank ones thought they'd be okay. pretty cool um is that like a gatling gun yeah gatling gun excuse me yeah i, I say yeah. minigun miniguns are the more modern ones the gatling yeah. gun yeah gatling gun is on my list oh my goodness gracious yeah. Everyone... i know somebody's selling one right now for four for sixty thousand. and if i 60, had it I'd, yeah if i had it i'd have it trust me but, yeah, will uh, they let you test shoot it? Do you have to put up money to test shoot uh, it? He hasn't <laughs> shot it. 
but I'm I'm what? like Mark. It'd be in the back of my truck on the range. Yeah, man. For like two days, I'd be shooting that thing over and over again. Oh man, that's bucket list for me. By the way. To and shoot then, a Gatling gun yeah. at some point in my life. I was looking at a trailer for an old yeah. movie. Um, is it Guns Guns of the Magnificent Seven? Like an old, that must be from the 70s. The Magnificent Seven. That was all it was called. Yeah, no, there's a one, the one that came after the Magnificent Seven. I think it was called Guns of the Magnificent Seven. Oh, I don't you know, think the, I saw that one. Because most of those guys died, right, at the end yeah. of that. Oh, you're talking about the new one with uh, Chris Pratt? No, no, no. I'm talking about the old one. It has like, oh, man. Okay, I'm going to have to pull I don't this think up. I've seen that one. I'm going to have to pull this up on IMDb. Guns of the Magnificent Seven. Somebody's probably seen it. I put it on my uh, my um, I put it on my, my watch list. It counts, um, Larry. A-10s count. Guns of the Magnificent. Yeah, it popped up, uh, 1969. Yeah, 1969. I've never heard of that. Okay, I might have to check that out. Yeah, it has uh, Bernie Casey in there. It's got a whole bunch of people. George Kennedy, James Whitmore. Um, so I think in there, there's there's a there's a scene in the trailer that I was looking at, and the, and, uh, the guy had a Gatling gun. I was like, oh, man, I got to do the Gatling gun thing at some point in my life. Come on. Yeah, That's I've never shot a hand cranked one. I've shot the mini gun before. I think the hand crank one is cool. I think yeah. it's unique. Yeah. Uh, let's see for my. So I have to do a bling one, or I can do whatever I want. Yeah, you got it. Well, you know, I mean, Mark did a blingy one. So I mean, what's your blingy? Well, I already one? have your list, yeah. Mac Ten, so I don't know. I can't get more blingier. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. It's like, what do you, you have a gold plated Mac Ten? Yeah, with a with a gold plated can on it. <laughs> what? Yes. Uh, I'll bring oh, it. I'll that, bring it next you, time. Show it off. Yeah, I don't have it here. Yes. It's at the store. Oh, uh, we got you. Got Let's see, yeah. blingy gun, blingy gun. Well, Mark, dang it, the Desert Eagle's pretty blingy, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chrome yeah. night. Oh, look at that. She, she had to sneak in. She does it every time I do a live chat. Say hi to everybody. Yeah. So that's baby girl. She helps me out with YouTube. How you doing? Awesome, awesome. She oh, obviously okay. gets her good looks from her mom. Nah, no, <laughs> I guess uh, I don't know. I'm into Lugers, and I've seen some pretty exotic, uh, well-trimmed Lugers with gold inlay and you, okay. uh, ivory grips and all that stuff. Really, really unique-looking ones that were, you know, high-end officers or guys just had money and they went on and got them. That they were originally built like that. Yeah, but yeah, but it was a one of a kind because the guy, you know, he bought it and then at the factory. They came in and did all the engraving and gold inlay. I've seen quite a few of them that were very appealing. Uh, so I think one of those would be pretty interesting. But I, I don't know, not as cool as a gold-plated Mac-10. I don't know, or not Mac-10, but a, a AK yeah. <laughs> or, or, or a Desert Eagle. Des or, I do like or, or a Tommy gun. Or a Tommy gun. You could go plate those. Those look badass too. Yeah. Plated. Yeah. They have uh, they have an acid wash Desert Eagle though. I always thought that one was pretty cool. It was it was always unique looking with wood grips, but uh, I don't know blingy. Hmm, that's a, that's a hard call right there. I don't know. <laughs> there was I can't remember what rapper it was, but I was looking at some kind of documentary, and there was a rapper that had a plated. I think it was either gold or platinum plated AK, and your aquarium. He had he had it behind glass or something like your aquarium with lights on it. 
So, that's pretty cool. Yeah, they were shooting this thing. Him. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can only imagine how much money he was. For. Yeah, he was talking, and I couldn't hear anything that he was saying because <laughs> behind him you could see this thing. I was like, "Wow, that's like the best display of an of, of a firearm." Yeah, that's that kind of cool. Seen. I don't know. That is kind of yeah. neat. Yeah, but I would take a poster. I'm a grip guy. I like grips on a gun. A nice quality set of grips can go a long way for the gun. Oh yeah. Okay. So you're talking about Lugers and uh, the artillery Lugers were the ones that always really kind of caught my eye. They are the ones with the longer barrel and yep. the woodstock and yep. the, the drum magazine and all that jazz. I always thought that those were uh, pretty cool, but they are expensive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so. yeah. I had a couple come across and just they were just like average ones and they were almost like twenty five hundred dollars. Crazy. Oh, wow. Gorillas yeah. and Guns says he's going to start bedazzling his guns. <laughs> <laughs> you know what would be a cool blingy gun? I just thought about this. Cool blingy gun. Um, James Bond, the man with the golden gun, that gun. Mm. What was that thing? What was, okay, hold on. I'm going to have to look that up. You have to look it up. Uh, was that a 22? Was a question, Hank. Oh, was that, okay, someone look that up and let me know. If, was that a 22, the man, the golden gun, the man with the golden gun? And let me see if I can figure out what Archangel is asking. Um, is that for me? Let's see. Um, at Fit and Fire, at Aries Firearms, what are your opinions on the Sidewinder mag for the Mossberg 500 590 Ask Hank 2? So I think that just came out somewhere. Um, yeah, I, I think that I think it's pretty cool. Uh, but I also think that it may be a solution looking for a problem, you know? Uh, any type of any type of mag fed uh, shotgun obviously is going to be a lot better at reloading shotguns, but at the same time, um, <laughs> is there is there a situation where you would need more than five slugs or double up buck or whatever? You know, obviously, don't call me a yes. fud on that one, but yes, there is. Yeah. But apocalypse, <laughs> of course, yeah. Well, but, uh, you can switch between buckshot to door breaching rounds or whatever you need to do to get in, to, and that would yeah. be about the only thing I could really see. That's, I mean, can't beat an old pump shotgun with a tube. Sorry, but you how, know it's always going to shoot. How heavy would that be, though? You know, it's a beast. Um, it's a, yeah. You know, I know that the I know that the self loading. Uh, shotguns are not an easy thing because I know people have had issues with them. Um, you know, obviously tube loading works better. I like the I idea of magazine loading, you know, and there are some that I've seen that don't have, uh, that haven't had any problems and, and stuff like that. But my side, yeah. I there might, there might be a situation where you need all that. Ass. There could be. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's hard to reload. It's, it's, it's difficult. If you don't have the right settings for whatever gas you're dumping, yeah, I mean, it can't well, be so, an old pump shotgun. Sorry, that's that's so, a simple fact. Yeah, so here's the thing: if you're asking a YouTuber, is there a situation where you? <laughs> yes, it's called a video. That's <laughs> yes, exactly right. Yeah, it's called. I will have it for the purposes of making a video. Now, are you necessarily going to carry that and go somewhere and get and in, get into whatever? With, I don't know. But the purpose of making a video or having fun, hell's yeah, I'm totally down with that. So going back to your golden gun question, are uh -huh. you you're talking about the real blocky squared looking golden yeah, gun? Yeah, the one from um was that was that James Bond movie called the yeah, man? Yeah, that with man the with the golden gun. That was Christopher Lee. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now, and it says that the it's an unknown manufacturer, possible possibly yep. Lanzer. Yeah, it was a custom built gun with custom built rounds specifically for that for him and the movie is what the movie yeah. said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Okay, so that was never like a gun that was out there. That, no, but that's it's our it's whatever. How many goats we got? You can get it. That'd be kind of yeah. that's kind of um, unique right there. Yeah, and I wonder how many goats that is. It's assembled from a fountain pen, a lighter, a cigarette case, a cuff links, and the the bullets are inside his belt buckle. Is that yeah. one? And you load them one at a time. It looks yeah. like. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, that that's a case for a Sidewinder magazine right there. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a thing. They said um, Han Solo's original leather jacket, one million dollars. Wow. Yeah. Really crazy, isn't it? Who who even owned that? Harrison They're selling Ford? it. The movie theater selling that stuff. Yeah. Or not the movie theater, but whoever, whatever yeah. movie prop company had it. Yeah. That's, so that that was opt out of gun control that says the golden gun was a single shot pistol made from four items: a pen, a lighter, a cigarette case, and a cuff link. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I guess that was designed like he's supposed to be some kind of assassin. But if you see, if if you're anywhere and you see Christopher Lee come in there, he's coming to kill you, basically. (laughs) An assassin, assassin should be like just a regular looking dude that you don't pay any kind of attention. You're not that six four guy. Yeah, that's a scary looking mofo. Yeah, not the guy who tries to kill uh, Gandalf or not Gandalf. Who is that? Yeah, what is it from uh, Lord of the Rings? No, no, yeah, no. That's what he wasn't. Yeah. Gandalf. He was, yeah. um, wasn't that Christopher Lee that was the bad wizard in? Yeah, Lord he was of the Rings? bad wizard. Yeah. Now I can't remember his name. Yeah. But yes. Saron or something. Saron. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's yeah. Like that. But he was also played dra- one of the original Draculas. Oh yeah. Yeah, Christopher Lee has been in tons of movies. He's yeah, he's a yeah, he was a badass. Or was. Yeah, he was a badass. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, cool. Let's see. Uh, you know what? Cool. Before I forget, before I forget to tell you guys, so Quigley Down Under, I actually saw, touched, and fondled. Oh, the Quigley Down Under the sharps, gun. right? Yes, when I was uh, at Brownells. Five one twenty or the seventy. Um. Now I'm curious. Now it's the super. What, what was the super long ass gun that he had in the movie? It was a sharps. I know that. Yeah, um, I, I thought it was a forty-five one twenty or something ridiculous. Yeah, I think you something. I'm looking yeah. it up right now. I can't remember that. I know it's, I fondled it. I was not allowed to take pictures of it, so I don't have any proof. Why not? Uh, I don't know. There was some kind of. Some, I don't know. It's it's it was borrowed from uh, what's his name. It's a forty-five one ten. That's a 540 grain bullet is crazy yeah, with a 34 inch barrel. I think I'm pretty sure that's it one is of the sharp. So yeah. yeah, yeah, it was an experimental gun. It, I think it, cause it was a for real gun for the movie. I read that. Yeah. Somewhere. Mm-hmm. yeah it's a sharps yeah. 1874. Uh, and, and I'm almost positive that's on my dad's short list of rifles that he would love to own. Yeah. And I want a sharps also. They're amazing. I believe they started making that rifle after Quigley Down Under came out. Yeah, so. but he he got it. He it was experimental when he um like for the movie he wanted something experimental. I think I don't know if it was actually period correct. Is that what you're saying? That it, it wasn't like a period correct thing for the movie. No, I'm just saying uh, after the movie came out, uh, mm-hmm. a company started making that rifle again. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's a really cool gun. Um, but I think there was like a whole bunch of rules around it or whatever. So I just got to so- see it. Ogle it. 
That's pretty so, cool, though. That, that'd yeah. be super cool. Yeah, that's that how it goes cool. with some of those guns, right? Like you can only just see them. <laughs> like someone takes you into a room and you look at it, and it's like something from a movie. The box opens, and it's like, oh, <laughs> golden yeah, beams of light come out. <laughs> yeah, that's all you get to see. Like the, arc, like the Indiana Jones from Indiana Jones. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Will threw up his uh, his Les Bear. There you go, his Les Bear. Um, Les Bears are pretty. I don't find they don't have break-in periods. I don't think. So. Uh, yeah, you don't. You pay for them not to break in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they could take any kind of ammo, also, because I know. I think I put. Um, I think there's a video Ceremon. somewhere. That, Ceremon. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a video somewhere where people got really mad at me because I was shooting a less bear. I was shooting steel case through it. Who cares? Yeah. Well, the owner gave me the gun to shoot, and um, and then he was like. I was going to go buy ammo. And he's like, here's use this ammo. And it was still case. And there was no, there's no issues with it. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. fifth element gun. Um, the gun demonstrated on fifth element. Yeah. You can, you can get, <laughs> obviously you can get replicas of the movie gun. Yeah. I tell you what I would love. And I would, I would sell probably half of my collection to buy one would be a replica of the, I believe, I believe it's called the M 40 a one. Uh, pulse rifle from aliens. Yeah. I've seen okay. <laughs> of it and I think that they have I I think someone has actually produced an actual No, no, uh, that was a real gun. I think it was like a I think it was like a Mac ten or ten twenty two or something. They actually made that into a gun with a pump shotgun underneath and it's applied as the grenade launcher. That would be pretty cool actually. Yeah, I would totally what is the most badass movie gun? I'm trying to think right now. The most badass movie gun, whether it's realistic or not. I'm trying to think. Um, what do I remember is the most badass movie gun? So growing up for me, uh, the 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 baddest like like stop anything pistol that was ever out there was the 454 Casul that they had in Alien Nation. And, oh, you know, because okay. the aliens, I, I, I'm a, I'm a 80s, a product of the 80s. So I don't Don't drink that chunky milk. Yeah, exactly. Right. So they had two hearts and you had to hit, you know, had to hit like mm-hmm. both of them. The 454 Casul is supposed to do that. And mm-hmm. uh, my old boss, he has one. And I shot <laughs> that thing. Oh my gosh. So, I got one in to- the Thompson contender. I have one in 454 barrel and it, we didn't ever hardly ever shoot it. It's just a beast. Yeah, Brian yeah. Quick says Robocop had a neato gun. That's cool. Uh, Watchdog says Dirty Harry Smith & Wesson M29. Um, uh, Opt Out of Gun Control said the one at the end of Wanted, which was a pretty long-ass gun, too. That was like a African safari gun or something. I think I've seen that uh, somewhere. Yeah, but Remember it had all the, the, the mo- it for some. Uh, yeah. yeah, the it movie Wanted, it had like a lot of scroll work and mm-hmm. – uh, it was one of those long. Um, it, if if it wasn't, it, maybe it was like Arabian or something like that. Um, let's see uh, what else we got here. A bunch of people coming up. Uh, yeah, that dual dual forty five. Yeah, eighty eight Magnum. Uh, Psycho three sixteen says the Zorg ZF one is pretty dope. That's I'm guessing from Fifth Element. Yep, that's correct. Um, Ray Bazzolo says Adam Savage from Mythbusters make a lot. It was a Beretta. Of, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, the big gun from Doom says Glock Seven Mag. 
He says the big gun from Doom. Uh, the 20 millimeter sidearm from the 80s TV show, The Highwayman. Robocop <laughs> 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 uh, gun. That's getting a lot in here. Let's see. You know what was like what I thought was really badass in the first Predator? I just um, watched that last night. Yeah, the first Predator, I forgot the name of the guy, the like the the dark skinned black guy that was that he had was that a minigun that he had? Where he, no, no, where no, he that cut? was Jesse Ventura. He had an M60. Oh, yeah. okay. He had that, and then when he died, then the guy picked up his gun, right? Yeah, he picked up his minigun and started yeah. all stuff down. Yeah, that, that scene, oh my goodness, when he was just like running it until it was just <laughs> that oh my goodness, that got to have that. That's got to be on the bucket list. Old Painless. Yeah. So, Old Painless. I just watched that movie. Um, old Painless. Isn't that from uh, Firefly? No, that's Predator. That's what uh, That's what Jesse Ventura kind of called himself. Oh, that's what or he called, called the gun. Called the gun. Okay. Robocop P3 something. Snatch Desert uh, Eagle. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> Psycho 316 says we should look at Internet Movie Firearm Database. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Very cool. And by the way, Sam Andrews has a gun that was actually in a movie. Um, that That's so cool. he, yeah, if he, and he's in Saint Augustine, by the way. Um, but he uh, he has from uh, from the from the remake of the Magnificent Seven. Did did anyone see the remake of that? Oh yeah, I really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah, oh, did you? I didn't so, watch it, but it looked really good. Yeah, like Denzel. Cool. He's a good actor, so I kind of I didn't get to it yet. Yeah, well, in there, there's a scene with Chris Pratt where these guys have him at gunpoint and he does what's called the card trick. And he has a little bull, a Webley bulldog that he flips out. They actually borrowed that from Sam Andrew because Sam made all the holsters in that movie. That's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. So he made all the holsters, good guys, bad guys, etc. cetera. So, um, so he they borrowed his gun from him to do that scene and then sent it back to him. And he has like signed stuff and all that from Chris Pratt. Uh, that's pretty cool. cool. Yeah. So official movie gun. Lola's reminded me that we went over at nine o'clock. I didn't even realize. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I was having <laughs> Where would we be without Lola? <laughs> Don't get me in so trouble. Much fun. Don't yeah, get me in so- trouble. It, listen, it was so much fun just talking about the movie guns. I don't know how we got lost there. But we should probably wrap it up. Trey, I'll let you go first. Uh, what things you want the people to know about out there? How can they follow Aries Firearms Training? We're on Instagram, Aries Firearms Training, A-R-E-S Firearms Training. Um, of course, Facebook, Aries Firearms Training. You can contact me, 352-321-8102, or by email, Aries Firearms Training at yahoo.com. Please come out and shoot. I, I'm in the Leesburg, Florida area. They like shooting long distance. We have a 900-yard range and a 500-yard range. Hank's been out there. Yes, Please, absolutely. Uh, give me a call. Perfect. Come out support support a local gun range because if we don't, then we won't have anywhere to shoot. We'll just be talking about shooting because, uh, yeah. you know, people will try to push the gun ranges out of business because they don't want anybody shooting around them. Absolutely. No. And you don't have goats, but I've seen lots of cows. Uh-huh. I'm going to get a goat just for you. <laughs> don't, 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 do, don't do it for me <laughs> um, okay awesome and uh, Mark you know uh, can you tell the folks out there how to get in touch with you where you're at what they can find etc absolutely yeah so uh, I'm on the YouTubes naturally uh, youtube.com slash fit and fire uh, Facebook same slash fit and fire Instagram at 
fitandfire78s. If you're interested in emailing me directly, you can do that from my website, fitandfire.com. So uh, find me there. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, complaints, manifestos, or anything whatsoever. <laughs> oh, you want manifestos? Really? <laughs> yeah, whatever you guys want. Okay. I'm always right. good up. I'm always good for a good conversation. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, so I want to thank both of these guys for coming on. They're great. They're great guests, of course. Thanks to Mark from Fit and Fire. And of course, Trey from Aries Firearms Training and DJ who, who, you know, he had to go to sleep. He's probably still up somewhere back there. He is. There. I can hear him thumping upstairs. Yeah, he's probably still up, I figured. But thanks to you guys for coming on. We'll have you guys come on again because it's been a great, great show just kicking it with you guys. Had a blast. Yes, it's always been fun. Thanks to everyone out there who's watching. We appreciate you guys. Thanks to people that sponsor us. ATI Outdoors, Safety Harbor Firearms, Andrew's Custom Leather, of course, Fort Scott. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it in is. Kansas. In Kansas, right? right that is. Yes. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Free, Free state. Free yes, state. absolutely. I, I loved Kansas when I was there, by the way. Definitely would go back. And all the folks who uh, are patrons. Trees. Oh, yeah. All, all the patrons that we have on Patreon, we're Patreon slash Hank Strange. We'll be back tomorrow, Friday. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. We're out of here. Peace.